will be a while before you get in that girl's pants. Why you say that? Seriously? We's got the mojo, baby. Yeah, why would you? Why would you knock his game like yeah, that? She's shy. She is very shy. She's very shy. And she's not sure about you. Why do you say that? She's the first boy that's paid attention to her in a while. A while? A while. A while. A while. Would you like to put a money wager on that? Wait, wait, you're making a wager on when you can get your girl's Yes. Either she's going to be so shy that she says yes, or she's going to keep freaking out and saying no. She has never said no yet because the question hasn't been popped yet. You offered to let her. It's been a hand over her mouth. And she said, no, I'm going home. She left. She left. Yep. She's supposed to come back tomorrow, though. And keep in mind, she got off work today knowing that I do PK at 8 and still wanted to come over. Well, yeah. And she doesn't live close. She lives like 40 minutes away. She lives in, I live in Surfside. She lives at Family Kingdom. Okay. Is that like an amusement park or something? It's, it's, right, it's a music park. And she lives near. Oh. So okay. Terrible. At least it's not Surfside. It's not it Surfside. Surfside. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I, I don't know anything about Surfside, but it sounds like girls from Surfside would put out. Girls from Surfside will put out. Yes. <laughs> this one I'm not so sure about. <laughs> she seems nice enough, though. She she is very shy because she, she made the uh, the statement today. She asked me, "Is the house always this full?" Because in, in my mind, that tells me that she was ready to go today, but she didn't want to do it with everybody in the house. Oh, wait. Or she could just want to know more about your family dynamic ways. Or that. Yeah, or she might have walked into the house of the King of Cocks. Some guy was there dressed as a Confederate soldier. Someone else was dealing meth lab in the back. And, and, and Bastard Brooke and Gangster Grandma were rolling around, and she said, is the house always oh, she- full? No, she walked. No, seriously, she walked. My grandma got her on the way here. Because uh, when she came in, these two were pretty much working for food. How, how were they working for food? Nasty ass room. Nice. Basically, basically, I had them clean the office for a meal, and she called us in between that. I offered to clean the office for not a meal weeks ago. And you're like, no, just leave it, just leave it. And the fries are making little fry babies. Just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we start uh, the show? The show should have started that while ago. Yeah, we, 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 we got that. We got that. So you don't know, we, we got that. that yeah, awesome it's been there. <laughs> what it is, what it is, is I have I put a laminate tile down in my office, and. One thing I didn't think about with laminate tile is it needed to be swept. Mm-hmm. There's two things I didn't think about. One, that it was going to cause an echo. Two, it needed to be swept when I did it. All I thought about it at the time was I want something that's going to hold up to a 400-pound man in a rolling chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, there was a lot of dirt. So if you walk around here barefooted. Wait, what is that? That is my phone. That happens. What happened is... um. I put the truck ad on Twitter, and you know, because obviously there's some people that are actually have jobs and stuff that follow me on Twitter. In case they wanted a truck, I said I'd, I'd ship it to them. Well, some guy sent sent me a lengthy set of emails that were like 16 deep, 
we could, you know, talking about the price, talking about this, talking about when you get there. He actually gave me a legitimate address in South Carolina. He played it up good. And then he calls and asks me that, uh, he, he sit there talking to me. He's like, yeah, I'm a big dude too. I'm a big dude. And he's like, um, can I pay you 30,000? I'm like, yeah, I'll take 30,000. When you want to come do it? He's like, can I pay you 30,000 cheeseburgers? Oh, oh, wow. My heart broke. What a douche. What a douche. Yeah, it's just like, dude, you're the king of an asshole to do that Uh-oh. kind of mess. Wings, I feel obligated to mention that this is painkiller. Do we have a new character on King of Cocks? <laughs> <laughs> I just got back, and I believe there's a new character on King of Cocks. <laughs> Kyle, by the way, fair warning, we're recording. <laughs> Nobody was going to let me know? I, I just did! Yeah. Wow. Kyle, what if I had opened with something horrible? What like something left, you would say? I can't believe you started <laughs> without me. I stepped away for a moment. Oh, well, why, magic was about why, to is, why am I getting random fucking numbers? Like, here, you want to call me randomly? There you go. <laughs> we oh, see great. it, Wiggs. Dude, that number is about to get spammed. <laughs> I'm going to go and shut my phone. Wow. <laughs> that guy just got fucked. <laughs> That's escalating quickly. I don't think anyone <laughs> understands the gravity of what Wings just did. <laughs> Some guy like hit a digit wrong and now he's And and the worst part would be like what if like all the people who saw it sent him a text message? Mm -hmm. Like how awful would that be? Yeah, that would be dreadful. But because I don't know if you've ever seen what happens when a phone gets like five hundred text messages at once. It can't handle it. It's like have you ever turned your phone off like on vacation or something like that, came back three days later and turned it on? It goes ape shit, and there's only like twenty or thirty missed, you know, icons. Imagine if it's five hundred. Whoa, there's another King of Cox participant in the background that went through the door. There's all kinds of people over at Wings' house. <laughs> Dude, you just and his like, girlfriend just came in. Yeah, man, you need some cameras mounted on the walls. Oh, turn turn Wings' house into Big Brother. Dude. No, 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 not with what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, get some POV. The Merle Man. The Merle Man! Look at these guys. Look at this. The Merle Man. Oh, shit. It's the stupid tax. He's about to do some lottery. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's let's scratch him off. All right. Yeah, good luck with that, man. Good luck. <laughs> wow. Good luck to you, sir. You said the super tax. I heard of it as a tax on people who are bad at math. Yeah, I call it the stupid tax. And and, and look, I play the lottery from time to time. You know, everybody gets in like like it's lottery fever. They're like, oh shit, the jackpot six hundred million. Marge better get a ticket. And you're just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It took six. It took the possibility of six hundred million dollars to lure you to the to your local sitgo. Really, and pay a dollar. Oh, I mean, it's it's like fifty million every week at least, right? It's always some, yeah, but something like that. You got to take taxes and the and the state taxes and all their cuts and bullshit. That fifty million is probably going to be more like twenty one after. I don't care if it's five thousand dollars. <laughs> if you thought there was a chance you'd win, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's millions and millions of dollars. Probably six hundred. When it's six hundred million, Kyle, you got to try. I guess so, because I buy one it. ticket. What I does it cost? Two dollars. You can yeah, find two dollars in your couch. Six bucks, for six exactly. bucks whatever. You find that's, that's in your totally couch. That's totally true. That's totally true. And I usually do. I go in and I get the. And they're like, "Do you want the bonus multiplier?" And I'm like, "Well, I feel pretty fucking stupid if I didn't get it right." And I won. <laughs> like, how do how do you feel then? Like, if you if you're that asshole did, who didn't like bump bump it up for a dollar more to get the super multiplier, and you just want sixty four thousand dollars instead of sixty four million. 
You gotta feel like the biggest jerk ever. Your I've family's all disappointed. Sorry, once I got my sixty-four thousand, I'd be like, yeah, I don't feel as much as like a jerk, dude. I am. Uh, I would say I'm pretty close to even on my lottery ticket buying because I won once for like eighty bucks, and I won once for like two hundred seventy-five bucks once. And then you know I don't buy many lottery tickets. So throughout my whole life, I'm I'm definitely at least even with the. The lottery gods. I, I keep getting screwed on scratch-off cards. I always get screwed. So I was raised by an accountant, and I have an accounting degree. I feel like if I were to be, if I were to buy a lottery ticket, it would be parallel to a minister's daughter being a stripper. Like I should just know better. It, it, like I'm, my training and my childhood have geared me not to buy lottery tickets. I'm more fiscally responsible than that. When he said minister's daughter, did anyone else picture a redhead in a plaid skirt? Hells yeah. I, I don't buy <laughs> That guy chimes in. Yeah. That guy chimes in. I don't, no, I I don't buy lottery tickets in the because I've never seen anybody win the goddamn lottery. I have. Um, I actually missed out one time. My, I was with my buddies, and they were buying their lottery tickets, and they asked me if I wanted to get one. They were like 10 bucks a piece. I don't know what exactly they were doing. I don't know much about the lottery, but they both bought a $10 ticket. I did not buy a $10 ticket, and the next day, between the two of them, they won like 17, 17 grand. And uh, and it was this whole thing where they were like trying to convince me to go pick up their money so they wouldn't have to pay the taxes. And I'm like, fuck you, man. I'm not doing it either. <laughs> so our sponsor today is Jerdudge0711. And the man. His channel is half Minecraft and half shooters. Oh, shit. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, shit. Blazing no, see, he's starting off like that. He's not, you know, building a bunch of entitled shooter fanboys and then... Trying to play Minecraft and trying to sift through that minefield. Hey, don't don't let. And these yes, guys I did say fucking don't entitled because so many people are way. fucking entitled. Yes, some of you are entitled. Accept it. The word entitled has become a dirty word, right? It's almost not yeah, politically okay. correct anymore. Don't you hate, like 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 we're seeing it right now. See, people ask, you know, like, well, how did this word become bad? We're watching a word become bad right now. Entitled, entitlement, that word is becoming uh, a non-politically correct word. Undo entitlement. You want $4? 12 Fuck. Lost 12 Lost 12 I think he's got to go back to the store, too, to get some more free tickets. Yeah, he's got $4 <laughs> keep rolling those dice until he has none. Yeah, but he's got to gotta go to a different store. You can't buy all of them in a row. I mean, that's just... you, you got to go to different stores... Different I always imagine that, that like the next one on the roll is the winner, though. <laughs> I mean, that's what? how Mama. I look, I look at that big string of tickets he just had, and I thought, man, that's like twenty dollars worth of dollar tickets. I've I've ate a month off twenty dollars before. Bullshit. 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 Ain't a bullshit. You haven't even started for twenty dollars. <laughs> when I first started YouTube, I had something like seven hundred dollars in the bank, and I had to wait three months before I got any money. And I had to make that 700 bucks last. So all I ate was ramen noodles and pretty much drank water. What's your favorite ramen noodle? Ramen let me guess. Let me guess. You like the shrimp, don't you? No, I like the spicy chicken. Who's the, the spicy chicken is the best. The door? Huh? Who's the young girl that just walked by the door in the white T-shirt? Was that your sister? Miranda. Woody's over here scoping out women. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, not that guy. Sit him away. No. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, they want to see you. There's another character in the King of Fox who? who we haven't met before. Hello, my dear. Who's this young lady? Hi. Hi there. What's your name? Miranda. Hey there, Miranda. What are you doing? Miranda, how, how do you know Wings? I date his brother. 
Oh yeah, you're Miranda. That's right. You're, you're a you're a part of the cast and crew. <laughs> you're you're mildly famous on the internet. Did you know that? No, I did not know it's that. It's true. There are people who know your name and you know want to see more of you on this man this man's YouTube channel. And I'm one of them, quite frankly. So, now the, the serious question is this: Here's what inquiring minds want to know. One oh, at no. one point, oh, no. one of Kenneth's exes called him crook. Is there any legitimacy oh, to that? No. What? Does he have a crooked penis? So, wait. Oh, guys, you're around the corner. Is it crooked? I gotta know. I was warming her up to the crooked penis question, guys. It's not crooked, okay? Alright, come on. It's a little crooked, though, be honest. Like it kind of has a curve? Kind of like that anchor on your shirt. It's shaped like that, right? It splays off in two different directions at the end. <laughs> it's not crooked because his name, his yeah. name is Crook. Was it How big is crooked? it? I've never heard that before. Hold Wait, your hold your fingers up. How big is it? <laughs> <laughs> Where is he now? Where is he now? Is he here? Yeah, he's here. Okay, <laughs> right over here. we need him. We need him. We need him. Bring in Crook. Can Bring, I him in. Bring in Crook. What's up? There are a million people with an interest in your either crooked or formerly crooked penis. What is the story behind this? <laughs> it just goes upwards a little bit at the end. <laughs> All right, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. There we just we got go. a a a <laughs> cockography it's from the man himself. That's an <laughs> auto cockography. <laughs> No, it was complete cockography. <laughs> I like this. this oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pen the unauthorized cockography. It's <laughs> 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 gonna look like a pretzel. <laughs> I don't think there's any other kind. Oh god. Well, that was nice and awkward. What, where, where should we go from here? Well, we haven't talked about Syria. Is that a friendly transition for that? No, fuck that. Oh no. oh, no. I love pissing off people that, that get pissed off by stupid things. Like, Gar, you didn't know the specific subsect of Islam that Al-Assad is part of. Er, it pisses me off. Like, do people really get mad at stuff like that? You may need to see a professional. Yeah, I saw some comments where people thought we were we were joking about the Syria thing, that it was a, it was a Call of Duty 4 joke because the bad guy in Call of Duty 4, I guess, was also Al-Assad. <laughs> They were like, guys, oh, it's, please let that be a penis picture. It's a cool it's, picture. Not, <laughs> it's totally a penis. Well, where's picture. the penis picture? Oh, it's, it's this. Okay. Uh, you it's, can't really read it. That's read it off man, to wings. That's the one man wolf pack. But what does it, it say? It, it's uh, Zach, Zal- Zach Galifianakis. Periods are ridiculous. Females shouldn't be punished for not being pregnant. That's it. That's okay. it. Well, that's, that's true, but why is that relevant to the show? It's not. So why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) Back on the top. Oh, you just got called a douche also as you walked out. Really? I left you with a fist pump. It's not the first time. It's all good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, haters are here for our amusement. I'm convinced of that. We should just slip in bad facts to every painkiller already now. I like mm-hmm. it. I think yeah, we should so. intentionally like refer to like some world leader, like like Medvedev. Like instead of calling Medvedev Medvedev, call him like M- Melodev. You know, just completely pronounce it. <laughs> like have one of us, you know, be like, no, 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 it's it's Medvedev, and everybody be like, no, 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 and then be like, yeah, you're right. So the leader of the rebels in Syria. Freaking coupons. 
talking about it. Wiggs, you got to show. Wiggs, you got to show, Pimp. <laughs> he says, I got to show. They want me to do a show called The King of Cocks that pretty much follows our... No, no, we want we want you to do the show called Painkiller Already that's going on right now. Yeah, these people And not talk to... about coupons. I don't mind the girl, personally. No, he doesn't. Okay, yeah. good. You don't want PC, let PC Master Race. PC Master Race! PC Master Race! Did, did you see Molly Cyrus a couple weeks ago at the, at the award show? We were Love talking about the thing. Her I butt talk... looks like a chicken Just butt. Don't, don't point it out. Just don't point it out. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> what? Do we want to do we want to continue down a path where we where we fuck with this girl or do we want to continue down the story path? She's not. All right, I got rid of her. <laughs> anyway, so I heard Melodic has a big dick. Um, I'm, I'm 95% sure that the guy leading the rebels in Syria is Saddam Hussein, and that he'll take over if uh, if they win. Fuck that, that's Mickey Mouse. Saddam Hussein has been leading Al Qaeda for years now, from what I understand, <laughs> behind the scenes. Saddam Hussein loved Sunni Islam, didn't he? He loved all of Islam. Yes. Loved them all. He was a man of the people. He yeah. they, they referred to him as the chosen one, I believe. His loved father him. his father had a dark past, from what I understand. He he was badly injured in a fire and he had to wear this uh these sort of black prosthetic get up thing and a respirator. It was a whole thing. So his dad was Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. That I believe that was his Sunni Islam name. Yes. Right. <laughs> Dark, and dark. and little known fact, uh, Saddam Hussein and Barack Obama second cousins. It's the true thing. fact. Saddam Hussein These are Barack stats. Hussein Obama. Yeah. These are Careful stats. Of the uh, five minutes, you're going to get uh, uh, NSA people at the front door. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah. You say this over the internet. That guy is on the other side of the room, not even looking toward the mic, and he just talks. <laughs> He's in here. He's, He's in here. Like... He's like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> when um, you talk, look this way. And address this microphone. Okay, <laughs> that sounded a little dirty. Hello, microphone. How are you doing today? That's actually you, you can tell. That's the excellent. If you do that, 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 that does make a huge difference. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Woody um, makes me get so close to my microphone it makes my neck hurt really bad. But one time I leaned away from it and it wasn't a pretty sight. <laughs> <laughs> but you he get shot close, my dog. You sound like lefty, right? Like you get like mm-hmm. that like porn. I don't like this anymore. We all just got really creepy. Nobody's impressed. They just got weird. No, see, it's not fair. Really, you left the fucking room. <laughs> it's not fair because Woody's recording is coming live off of his microphone. My audio signal is coming through Google Hangouts. So I sound like shit compared to Woody, even though it should sound better. Let so I have to hope that... sound good. In... Oh, yeah, like this, in hindsight, it swings it fucks up. <laughs> well, Lefty has a good mic, but it, it's something beyond that. He's doing, he has it set up and tuned in in a way that makes him sound great. You know, we'll do the the Minecraft live stream, and Lefty hops on, and all of a sudden we have like a professional audio person in the stream, and everyone else feels inadequate. I'm not. I just <laughs> I just turn knobs, and I hope it sounds okay. That's all. Everybody else comes in; they're really quiet, and right? No bass voice. <laughs> and like a, so what like, happens? This is a new YouTuber. All new YouTubers do this, right? They come out; they're like talking into an Astro Boom mic. That's where they start. The next thing they do is they buy a desktop mic, and they have it with like no vibration dampening next to their keyboard, and they're like, "Do I sound thirty percent sexier now?" No, you don't. <laughs> you got that thing completely dialed in wrong. And uh, shock mounts, kids. Shock mounts. Shock mounts. And it, I've got a boom. Yeah, mount. I use a stage. 
saying. Yeah. See, this is expensive. Boys, you have you you I have take, your uh, I take I'm two pairs. I take two pairs of women's underwear that I found in the drawer next to my computer desk, and I fold them, and then I sit the microphone on top of that, and that seems to get rid of quite a bit of a vibration from the Xbox. See, Kyle was in that stage we were just addressing. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> if you put, like, a towel or something, matter of fact, I'm going to put a notebook under mine. It does help the vibrate. Yeah, you just need a little something like that. Like, I was recording, and, and I saw this, like, in, uh, in Audacity, there was this notable, you know, like, audio signature, and I literally sat the mic on top of the underwear, and it immediately just dropped out. Yep, it makes a huge difference. Women's underwear is a little flimsy. But... Not, uh, not this girl. There's two ways that could go. There's two ways that could go. <laughs> You don't even see the good way. Let me ask you. Yeah, it could be like like some leather bustier crazy shit. Or, or she needs a lot of she's there's she's a can it fit on heavy the flow kind of gal like and yeah. a heavy flow kind of gal fit over the hood of a Volkswagen Bug and then I, <laughs> just folds it up and it, it's like a towel. <laughs> I have a story about something like that. So there was this one summer where we were doing a lot of construction work uh, with my dad, and we had to, you know, we hired some help. We hired this guy who was an ex-con. His name's Billy. He said back in prison they called him the Georgia Bulldog because of his violent temperament. Uh, he was fucking ripped. So he, he, his body type reminded me a lot, like uh, like maybe Brad Pitt from Fight Club, just super muscular, super cut. But he was he his fingers were deformed in a way that. Made them difficult to do things. They were they were weird fingers. You know, some were too short, and one of them didn't have enough joints, and one of them didn't have a fingernail. And he just went with it. And he'd had this really fucked up life. So he had this criminal past, and he had this whole thing going on. And I remember, I always remember, he was up on the roof, like hammering these shingles, and uh, he had a funky way of holding the nail because of his weird hand. And every now and then he just smashes. Desk contracted. Is he available? He would every now and then he would smash his hand in this horrible. He'd just scream and he'd duct tape, tape his fingers. Anyway, I went to go pay this guy one day and he was drinking and he starts telling me his life story, the sob story about his father abusing him and like being in a, an area where there weren't many white people and having to deal with, deal with racism where all these black guys would jump him and having an experience where he defended himself with a two by four with nails sticking out of it and he hit a guy in the head with it. And then once all that was over. He reaches into like one of those old metal cookie jars that your grandma might have around, and you know you always open that thing hoping for those sugar cookies, but it never is. You know, it's it's sewing needles or something like that. Yeah. In his Change. were women's underwear, enormous women's <laughs> underwear. He whips these things out and stretches them out in front of him, arms outstretched fully, and this is a grown man, and he did not have to close his arms very much. They were huge. I could not fit into these underwear, and I don't have enough friends to get next to me to make them... We couldn't all fit in there. Could I fit in those underwear, Kyle? No. No one could. (laughs) You could fit in in these underwear, but they were just huge, and they were not sexy. Even if they were, if they were like big and like, you know, like some sexy underwear, I'd have still been like, cool cool deal, man. That's a little big, but... Okay, they were like these big giant granny panties that he cut as some sort of a fuck trophy. It was ridiculous, and I'm like 14 or something. I had to get out of there. I'd use it as a bra for the front of my car. Oh, you totally <laughs> could. These things, you could, you, want to do. you could dry your whole car with one of these. It was like a super absorbent <laughs> fucking uh, diaper almost. It was huge. <laughs> I've told this story before, so I'll tell it and fast forward. My, my friend joined a fraternity, and as a freshman, they had an award that they gave everybody called the hog and it was whoever slept with the biggest woman and, and he was sleeping with a lot of big women but no one really notable until the one until the one and uh 
he won the hog that year. And, and the, the big thing that I keep stealing the line, but was that her hood, her underwear could fit over the front of a Volkswagen bug. That is fucking awesome. That was her claim. Oh, That's wow. Awesome. So I do have to say that when I hear about, I've heard about contests like that in like, I don't know, in like a Law & Order episode when it goes wrong. That, 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 it happens a lot in scenarios like that. Yeah, that's what I've seen. I've never seen something like that in real life. I didn't know shit like that actually happened. That's fucked up. I've got to say, that's the kind of stuff that leads to, to like a carry type situation where everybody gets burned alive. I would not fuck with somebody like that. I, I mean, I don't know that she was the victim in this thing. I, I mean, she's the hog. <laughs> okay, all right. She probably doesn't want to win the title, but I think she wanted to get some loving. Dude, this is totally like the, the, girls the love plot of the movie Carrie, or the book Carrie. You know, it's send her over to Wings House. I'll, I'll lay it down for her. Yeah, take her to Wings House and lay it down for her. Some real loving, all right? But don't none of that fake loving just because she's a big girl. Babe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you internet famous. Hey, baby, you want to make some internet videos? <laughs> General pussy pleasing. General pussy pleasing. <laughs> Uh, that's your that's your new, that's your new nickname in addition to the the, the other one I uh, I talked about earlier. Um, what about major nipple nibbling? <laughs> I don't care for that. That invokes a mental uh, image that I am not I'm not folding paper to on their microphone. Yeah, I'm folding paper on my microphone. Really. I apologize. <laughs> what are you it's doing? a very sensitive microphone. I'm folding paper. Oh, oh, fo- folding or, or my business papers? I'm folding them. <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> Or are you perhaps moving them in a circular manner around an axis? Are you referring to a Rolodex, perhaps? No, because I don't know anybody that would use a Rolodex anymore. You, you gotta use a Rolodex. What if you're? Uh, what, if, what if there's an electromagnetic? Pulse? But roll. I mean, do? you're close How to roll. How are you going to get in touch with dominoes if the Russians attack? That's you bring true. up a strong point. Yeah, it's true. Please. I never understood Rolodexes more than just why well, don't keep a like. A, like a composition book with phone numbers in it. Because the Rolodex allows quick and easy access if you're familiar with how to operate one. Like, like you know, a, a proper secretary back in the day would have, you know, been really proficient with a Rolodex. She would operate it in a way that you'd be like, oh, wow, that was fast. I've Same been, way they used to be typed. I'm thinking about Rolodex, I remember my fucking elementary school library had the, uh, still had the card system in effect. The Dewey Decimal System? Come on, that's... I'm talking about where you had to like look up like a, like a car. Yeah, system. that's the Dewey Decimal yeah. System. Yeah. Um, still is. Wait, what are you doing? Hey. What are you looking at? Diablo Three. You said you wouldn't do this for the show. Yeah, we were. Gonna I'm, play a, play. I'm a horrible liar. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even look towards the camera to say that. <laughs> okay, so so on that, I have a question. How is the Diablo Three port to PS3? Is it any good? It, it's a very boring conversation piece. It was just Please, a question, not a show. conversation piece. It's it's closer to the screen. There you go. There. Did you even hear the question? How, how is the? Port he asked me how the Diablo three port is, and I said nobody wants to hear it because like there's like oh, three I people understand. on it. But I wanted to hear it. Yeah, well, I was curious as well. I just. I, all right. Tell us, Papa Wicks. Tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. All right. I played both Diablo 3 on the PC when it released in May of last year and this one right here currently. Uh, this one right here currently is the 1.08 uh, patch, and it's been dramatically increased since the last time I played Diablo. I feel like the game itself is a very smooth, it's very fluid. It's a port that really hits back home with me from like, being a gamer in the 90s versus 
you know, somebody that might be getting into gaming now in the 2000s, uh, mainly because it's it's four-player co-op on screen. Like, you can actually get your buddies and actually do couch co-op again, and it's a very fun experience in that way, but it also lends itself right over to the multiplayer. They did very good things that really that took away from Diablo on the PC, such as the auction house and always online. Those are two things I really didn't like about the PC. One, always online was a bitch because you couldn't ever play by yourself and be without internet connection. And two, the auction house really took away the feeling of finding a good item from you. And when you actually found something good, it wasn't impressive because you could have found that same item easier on the auction house for like 25 cents. There was no need to actually farm anything because you could buy everything. Being a better profit modem for Blizzard, well, Activision Blizzard, it is, I think it took away from the game itself. And the console port does not have that. And I think it plays very fluently on the console and all classes transition greatly. The only problem I've seen was with the Witch Doctor and his targeting targeting issues, but it's still fun to play as a Witch Doctor and he's probably still the funnest class. I give it 7 out of 10. It's not a perfect game because it's just a remake of a PC game, but they did a very good job port-wise. There you go. That was a very... You should chop that up and put it on your channel. So Review Diablo 3 PS3. Just title it that, put that there. That should be its own video for you. And I'm addicted to it right now. So, uh, obviously, the next question I have to ask you, how do you feel about polygamy? Obviously, that's I I got an answer for that one, too. I feel like polygamy is wrong because I, I already have one woman upset with me in the morning in the bed. Why would I want to? Um, they're not on the same bed, so they don't do that. Yeah, I know that's the worst part. My women will stay in the same bed because I'm too fucking lazy to walk across the houses and figure out which day it is. Yeah, that's so true. I've been watching this show on HBO called Big Love. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are familiar with it, but basically it's it's Bill Pullman and he's uh, he's the star of the show and he's got three wives. He's got like a you know a wife that's his age, a wife that's maybe five seven years younger, and another wife who's only like 23 who's hot. And to me, it doesn't look like everybody thinks of polygamy as like, oh yeah, you just you got like eight wives and you just fuck them all the time. No, no, no. It's it, it's a nightmare scenario. Like you have to, you have one of the guys who's a polygamist. He's got like he's like he's like Bill. I got sixteen mouths to feed. And it's like shit. Yeah. This guy, you know, and what he's done, which is really cool. It's the it's the main premise of the show is he bought a house for each of his wives. And they each get a night of the week with him for like like you know they sleep with him and on that night they share the same bed. So like he goes to a, a different one of these three houses, each of which each of which he owns every night. And he's got like he doesn't have that many kids. He's only been doing it for like ten years or something. He's got like I don't know six or seven kids. It's a cool show. But I don't think I'd want to be a polygamist. No, it's not for me. <clears throat> I mean, one the pressure would be outstanding. Just to keep one woman happy mm-hmm. is enough work. To keep the kids all you're happy and on the right track is a lot of work. You get up to ten kids and three women, and that's a big freaking ship to steer. I, I don't know that I want all that. Yeah, and that's why that's that's one of the charming things about the show. I think like if this guy were just having a great time, it was really easy. You'd almost be like, yeah, but you know, it's kind of gross, dude. You got three wives. You're only doing this because you know this is a sexual thing. But that's not what you see. You see how fucking impossibly hard it is, and how they're like they're doing the things you just described. They're trying to keep the kids on the right path. Um, you know, they've got kids that range in age from you know months old to like sixteen or seventeen years old, and and you know they're all spread out in, in between there. So one kid's got a dance recital, one kid's 
you know, going to the prom or something. And meanwhile, he's having to keep all three of these very different women happy financially and, you know, in every way, I guess, that a man keeps his wife happy. Now you're talking. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen this show, but I've seen Sister Wives. Have you seen that? I have been ta- I've, I've heard about it. Yeah, I, I, I saw the first three seasons. I don't know if there was more than that. And um, it was the same deal. One guy, three wives, maybe eight kids or something. I'm going off memory. And his wives seemed pretty happy, but every so often, like, the, he had two wives, and then when he got the third one, they felt a little, I don't want to say betrayed, but that's not a bad word to choose. And they're just jealous of the new wife, and she's clearly, like, you know, the youngest, prettiest one in the group, and you know, that must happen all the time. And at some point, he'll pick up a fourth wife, and the other three will feel like they're, you know, tired and old. Yeah. My, my question about the polygamy is, like, how do you got that kind of game? Right, Because it's right. not a... I mean, so, like, like. I, so it's not like that. So you're. So the way it works is a lot of times, not always, and not in the situation of this show necessarily, but a lot of times, it's. You, so the polygamists that I'm talking about are, are um, a branch or, an, or a sect, I guess you might say, of the Mormons, of the Church of Latter Day Saints. So they're like following the original teachings. Of Wait, Jesus. those are basically no. Christians, right? Yeah. Um, like Christians, maybe man, a little bit. I, of, I know a good bit about the Mormon religion, but I, I still don't feel like I'm. Uh, I, I still feel like I'm too ignorant to uh, to speak about it. But broad strokes are that uh, some guy claims he found some um, some golden plates, like in the central United States. I don't remember exactly where, like Missouri, for example, somewhere in there, Utah, whatever. And uh, his name is Joseph Smith, and he claimed that when he put these golden plates written by the hand of God Himself into a hat, much like the sorting hat from uh, Harry Potter, if you will. And when he peered into that hat, he could read the, you know, the, the, the word of God himself. A, a new scripture, I believe, is what you, is how you would put it. But but only him, right? Nobody else. Like only can I do that? Him no, and nobody no, just else. me. Just and me. And they That's wrote the down his words and they started a new branch. Is there a thing where he like lost the words and then he read them again and they weren't the same? But that was like to be expected. I, like I said, I, I don't I don't know all the details. I don't like judging people's religions. He was a con man. I'm sorry. I can already apologize to any Mormons in their in their nicely dressed attire. Man, you guys are great. Really, you no, you're really like, nice. Like, like, I will say, like, yeah, you know, as a you know, I'm generalizing, and even positive generalizations can be a negative thing. But all the Mormons I know are actually really nice people. They really are. Yeah, you guys are great. We like you a lot. We just find your religion a bit difficult to stomach, to believe. <laughs> not really. It's not yeah, your religion is gross. I, 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 I don't feel bad. I find all religions hard to stomach. <laughs> no, it, it's not as hard to stomach. Thanks for taking I, the pressure off me, wings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard to stomach. I don't think is the is the phrase you want to use. No, it's, it's not. It's not. Unbelievable. And I think wings means that too. All the religions yeah. are, are difficult to believe. Unless you have faith, unless you were given the gift of faith, it sure seems like bullshit. <laughs> it's like Daniel Tosh, Daniel Tosh has a joke, and it goes something along the lines of, you know, I'm not going to believe in a religion that's so young that I can ask my dad about it. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, that's not real. <laughs> I'm not and looking this way. It's kind of how it is, man. That shit's just like 100 years old or something, 200 maybe. How long have I known Woody now? Five, six years? Whatever. Something like that. Yeah, if, if Woody goes, Wings, give me $100, I make it $200 tomorrow. I don't have enough faith to even go with that. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't checked out his Minecraft server. He could probably do that in an hour. I, I, I do need to check his Minecraft server Which, out. by the way, where is that? Woody, tell us where we can go to check that out. WoodyCraft.net, actually. That's the IP address. Really? 
You just blame Have you me. mentioned that before? I I don't think I've had it on my channel. First time I've heard of it. No, I, I, so this mine Minecraft, that's that. What is the sorcery? Is it a digging game? <laughs> it is, yeah. No, dude, so I, I want to talk about PC gaming for a second. And I've grown to discover that what's popular in PC gaming oftentimes is games with a level of depth that doesn't happen on the console. The console stuff I've played, so much of it feels arcadey by comparison now, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, in today's video, I did Explosion Man, and I was looking for something that was on the extreme end of arcadey. But even like Call of Duty, like the the level of depth that exists in PC games, the, <coughs> the, the not, it, there's engineering that happens in Minecraft, you know, and people build these contraptions. And it's, I, I look at the essentially the schematics of what they built, and I don't understand how it works. And it's impressive to me. There's and then the factions and the powers and the fighting and the, you know, the gun fighting in Call of Duty is fairly simple. Be the first on target. It helps to have cover. That'll cover most of your of your troubles, you know. Um, oh, be the first to start the gunfight, meaning like be the guy that moves away from cover and you know, outside. But in, there's there's so much like preparation and you know, what you eat and what you're doing and you know what you've, how you've enchanted your weapon and, and which weapons to use to which advantage that exists in Minecraft that it it's blowing me away. There's so much to learn, and I don't think Minecraft is unique in that way. PC games and and their mods. Take uh, League of Legends is another one, right? I'm not an expert in League of Legends, so forgive my ignorance on this. But I think the depth of knowledge that it takes to be a great League of Legends player is somewhere on the level of chess. You know, it, it, there are all these things have so much to know and so much to learn, and I'm like, huh? So that's one of the differences. And it doesn't make console gaming bad. It's really not. I mean, I love console gaming. It just makes it quicker to pick up. And it depends on what you want. But anyway, back to Minecraft. Yeah, I've been playing it. I've been learning it. I've been having a good time with it. And I've only scratched the surface on what there is to know and do. Woodycraft.net. Check it out. It's free. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite boss in Fallout Wings? My favorite boss in Fallout? <laughs> yeah. The, the, Define what you mean by boss. You know, uh, a unique, a unique <laughs> character, one of the souped-up characters that has their own sort of, you know, special. They're, they're loaded up with special armor, special gun. They got their own name. You know, there's Are you only talking one. about like a special NPC. Yeah, well, a special NPC or even something like Lanius. You know, like a like a, a final boss, anything like that. Who's your favorite boss? Big bad guy. I mean, my favorite NPC would be Joshua Graham. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can't really think about it because I want to ask Woody a question. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to have a hard time with your topic because I'm still on the one I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. My brain's still thinking about Minecraft. We'll well, talk, fall it, out we were later. talking about PC and the depth of Minecraft, and he, he, he referenced Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think everybody's here is in the same boat with Call of Duty. I'm not about, sure about Kyle. But, like, what would it take for it to make you excited again. Isn't that tough, man? Like, it, I feel like Call of Duty fatigue hit me later than the bulk of YouTube, right? You know, and I promise you, behind the scenes, when you talk to Call of Duty YouTubers, a lot of them have played a lot of COD, and they're doing it because it's their job, right? That, that's the deal. A lot of them started in COD 4 and sometimes even earlier, but I was genuinely loving COD all the way up until, you know, a month and a half ago. 
And then I, I stuck my head out of the rabbit hole and saw all their stuff and was like, wow, you know, there's so much more out there that I haven't been checking out. I need to do that. I do that every year to some extent, but this time last year, we're sitting here asking ourselves, is it too early to start Road to, to Call of Duty or Black Ops 2? You know, we're like, ah, well, I can't wait to do Road to Black Ops 2. I want this game in my hands. I'm already, we're like planning and scheming on how to get the next one. Um, and we're like, it's just not on shelves yet. We can't do Road to Black Ops 2 right now. This time this year, I mean, Activision's treating me better than they've ever treated me. They flew me out to play Todd Ghost and check it out. And I played it. And it was good. You know, it, it has seven new game types. I don't know them all yet, but I know, I think, three of them. It has character customization that makes the pick 10 system look like checkers, you know, as compared to the chess that is the new character customization. It has, uh, you know, of course, all new maps. It, it, like, they've done way more innovation in COD Ghosts than I expected to see. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, every year the game innovates to some extent. And the, you know, sometimes they move one step forward, sometimes they move four. This is like a seven-step forward game with all these new game types, all this character customization, all this, you know, it's the new console maybe that opened up this thing. Dedicated servers. COD Ghost has dedicated servers on the Xbox. PS4, probably not. But Xbox and PC have dedicated servers. And everyone's just like, eh, have you seen Titanfall? I, yeah. It's like they can't do anything right at this point. They actually... Seven new game modes, character customization that is outrageous. And I'm not talking about decorative characters customization. That's not the kind of thing that excites me. You know, if you tell me the guy can put on a green helmet, I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I don't care. But <laughs> if you're telling me that setting up a class is way more sophisticated than it's ever been before. Like, if you go back to COD 4, right, there's like one class that's right, maybe two. Your perks are going to be Bandolier, Stopping Power, and Dead Silence roughly all the time. And your gun is going to be, well, you've got a bunch of choices. There's maybe six guns I could run through them that work in COD 4. You advance to when they drop stopping power as the second perk, and all of a sudden more options opened up. Like in Black Ops 1, there were different things that you could do. And then you go to Black Ops 2, and the character customization, all the classes you can choose are, are way more options than you've ever had before. The things you can put on your gun matter more. They're almost like perks. What's coming is at another level. And I cannot tell you what a good class is yet. I have... I, I, what's the number? 200,000 options to sort through, so I understand which of these things is most valuable. And, you know, you know, everything in the Pick 10 system is worth a point. In this next one, some are worth five, maybe seven, I forget, but some are definitely worth five, and some cost one. You know, so you might run Ghost, it takes five perks. You run some other thing, it takes one perk. What they've done with COD Ghosts is really great, and they personally treated me greater than they ever had before, and in return... I'm playing Minecraft. I feel like it's not their fault. But um, but at the end of the day, they're still kind of adhering to the same... It's still COD. ...formula. It's, it's close quarters action at a high frame rate, action-packed, more tactical than... Uh, strategy. I, guess, I think that's fair yeah. to say. Yeah. And, and it's just... It's kind of the same formula. It's It's... Embellished, it's 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 amplified, but it's still that. Which okay, I I mean personally, I've been playing on small maps since COD Four, and it was fun in COD Four. A little less fun in Modern Warfare Two, but still fun. Black Ops One took some getting used to, and they did. They went even bigger than Modern Warfare Two, and which I kind of enjoyed. Um, but then 
progressively smaller, 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 and and action, 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 which, okay, if you love action and you want action all the time and you want to be 10 steps from action whenever you spawn in, okay, but I just, I like, okay, I've fired a lot of, you know, bullets in close quarters. Okay. I like close quarters. I, I think I'm unique in that way. Like, I, I forgive some of the downfalls of close quarters, like um, uh, lag, right? If everyone's shooting from across the map, it's a little less connection sensitive. But when I get into a room and then I got a lobby with a bad connection, I just go to the next one, and I understand that that's the price I pay for having the close quarters action that I prefer. Um, what I don't like, and then what I did see in, in COD Ghost in terms of map design, traditional Call of Duty map design, the traffic flows like this. Picture a capital H in your head and draw a vertical stripe down the middle. That is COD map design. You know, do... um. Subbase in Modern Warfare 2, right? You've got the two routes on the side, one in the middle. Do Overgrown, which is Modern Warfare 2 in COD 4. You've got the two bridges on the side, and that route through, like, Grandma's house across the ravine in the middle. Do Zoo, right? You've got the two things on the side, one in the middle, and that one kind of had a, a, another way, too. Um, most of the map flows, the, the map traffic in Call of Duty history is a capital H with a, with a vertical stripe down the middle. In... Modern Warfare 3, there were maps where the traffic flow was just like a child's scribble drawing. Um, Arcaden is a great example of that. In Arcaden, people came from wherever, right? That escalator thing. They, mm -hmm. they Some people would be up by, the call-out was boobies that had all those posters on the ledge. Some people would be looking out the window. Some people would be in the escalator area. Some would be downstairs, upstairs. There's that statue. There's that underhang by B-Dom. There was no traffic flow to Arcaden whatsoever. They just came from all over. And if you're playing Dom, you kind of know they're roughly in front of you or behind you because of the flags. But the traffic flow in Arcaden is crazy. The traffic flow in the COD Ghost maps that I've seen, which is like three, um, it was like Arcaden, where people come from everywhere. And if that's your style, you're going to love it. If it's not, I mean, I kind of like the capital H thing. Where I, really I love the capital H thing. Yeah. But even then, like, I think I'm done with shooters. Like, I think I, it was a period of my life that's over with. No way, really? Just done with shooters in general? Like, you say Titanfall, I say, I don't care. Like, people are like, play Battlefield 3, that's fun. Not for me. No, I mean, like, I'm sorry, I'm, talk I'm doing all the talking right now. But in Battlefield 3, one of the problems I have, if you play Battlefield 3 on PC and you start today, there are people who've been honing their Battlefield 3 skills since the day it dropped. They play every day. They're like pros. They're crushing it. <laughs> I get in Battlefield 3, and now I've played enough PC gaming that my mouse and keyboard skills are that of a gamer, right? I'm not a pro or anything, but look, I'm playing it every day. And, um, but still, like, the way the map control works, the way these guys know how to play Battlefield 3, it's like trying to start Counter-Strike or Team Fortress. There are people out there, like, at a pro level, ready to eat your lunch. I need a fresh game to start even with everybody else. Battlefield 4, October, woo! That doesn't like, work, be that's for Battlefield 4, dude. Like, it's yeah, like, that's going to help. How, do you think anybody from Battlefield ever says that? Are they ever like, yeah, I want to play Call of Duty, but you go in there and they just take your fucking lunch money. Well, the new Call of Duty Ghost is coming out. I bet everybody will be new at that. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Battlefield don't work that way either, I mean. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it just gives it the points. Like, what can they do for first-person shooters for people that are grizzled veterans? Because I know you always want to get new guys, and that's that's the route that you should go for. 
But you got to keep the people there too, and you got to do something for them. And like I don't honestly know what they could do to keep me and get me excited for first-person shooters. Titanfall seems neat enough. I mean, like the mechs that you jump in and people fighting against. I haven't seen even one screenshot of Titanfall. That's how little I cared about it. Hmm. Well, I, I bet if I showed you a Titanfall trailer and put headset on you and you know gave it an oppor- uh, like a, an opportunity to awe you with the audio and a proper video. That you'd look at it and say, oh, probably get that. You know, I'm Tom Clancy's The Division. I play some very dull-ass games. Like, to me, a video game needs to occupy my brain. What Call of Duty did for me back in the day was I was astonished by sound horn. I loved the fact that I was using my brain to win battles. Mm-hmm. I loved the fact that I was using the map strategically to win battles. Before being strategic was even popular, mm-hmm. you know, you know, before YouTube was even popular in YouTube commentary, you know, just picking people off and you won your battles with your mind instead of with your gun skill. I love that. That's why I play games like Final Fantasy. That's why I play games like Diablo. It's more about character setup than it is about actual gaming skill. Depth of game. That's what I was trying to say about PC gaming. There's there's a depth of gaming that I'm getting into now that, like, I don't know. Like, excelling in COD... Is it's a step beyond excelling in a platform, you know, like a you know a jump on the platform type game, but it's only one step past it. Excelling in some of the other PC games that are, are so strategic, it's more like excelling in chess. You know, they, League of Legends I imagine to be that way. I'm not a League player. Um, Minecraft feels that way. Like it just the, the way that you there's an economy in Minecraft. There's a legit economy. People are setting up sugarcane fields and and like get this. So cows breed. And um, you you can go, you, your cows grow, they breed, and then when they reach adulthood, you slaughter them, you get leather, you get meat, and then if you have a farm, then you can get money. When that money, you can go to the store and get all kinds of things, diamond armor and et cetera. But that's a pain in the ass, so you want to automate it. So people make cow farms, they're only one level tall. So they have... Like, an area where it's one level tall, and, and they breed, and they have babies, and then as soon as the babies reach adulthood, they're two blocks tall, they suffocate, and they drop meat on the ground. And I'm like, that's a damn clever idea. I see all these <laughs> farms with, like, roofs on them so that things automatically drop, and it's easy to crop them. And, and uh, like, like, the farming and the mining and the animal farming operations that people do, the redstone, there's a depth of play to Minecraft that... I hadn't seen before, and it's super interesting to me. I bet that guy that thought about that one level, that, that suffocating tactic, felt really good about himself when he seen it, and it worked. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, yeah, this is great, dude. And then other people started praising him for it. They seen it, and they praised it. And I feel like being a part of the Call of Duty community, you don't get that anymore. Like, when I first started doing this, nobody was mad at me camping. People were like, wow, this is great. You know, this is I like this spot. Oh, yeah. And now, and now it's just like you're an evil, evil person. I re- that's interesting that you say. So, two things I could talk about. I do remember that. I remember you did a video. I, I don't know if it was a video on Rundown or if you gave me a personal tour, but you showed me lines of sight that I hadn't seen before. You run down the Modern Warfare Two map. If you guys don't remember, it had like a river in the middle and three bridges. Again, capital H with a stripe traffic pattern. And uh, Wings would go in the like towards the back of the map and show me a line of sight against a particular camping spot that I had never seen, and, and they wouldn't think to look for me there, but there they are. I can pick them off behind their thing. And it was like, this is great. With this, this is worth four kills a game. 
which is nearly a predator, which is, you know, it can, it can escalate into a predator harrier chopper. Like, this line of sight was so valuable, it was fantastic. Now, if Wings were to show that line of sight today, oh, hate it on. Oh my god, you're not running around with an SMG? I hate you. And like, I love those kind of lines. I love when maps were designed like chessboards instead of, you know, scribble drawings. Uh, Scribble drawings. Like, th- there was PowerPoints on the map, but every PowerPoint had a counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, for, w- the biggest one that comes to mind was Jungle in Black Ops 1. I mean, Black Ops 1 didn't have a whole lot of, like, strategic maps, but it had some. Like, Jungle, the big spot when you were trapped on sea was there was a barrel that went across, the, like, a rope bridge, and there was a barrel sitting at the end of it. People would sit on that barrel and shoot you as, as you come out that fire base. But if you stood on the left side of it, there was like a like a, almost a head high box on its side, like this, and you could take that box and shoot over it and take that guy on the barrel out, allowing your team to funnel and get access to the bridge above B. Well, just think of something like the trash pile in Bog from COD Four. Yeah, that's you know that's the PowerPoint. If you've got that, you've got everything. <laughs> in Jungle, if you're playing Domination, that hut above B Dom, right? It was dangerous. I used to spend – I spent an entire year every time I played that map, I try to control the HUD above B-DOM. Because you control that HUD, you control B-DOM itself. And you usually only get like three kills or so if, if you're doing well before you die. It's competitive, and you're going to be you – know, people are going to know that you're there. And if that's the case, it's hard to win all your gunfights. Oh, I love the HUD when you're using like the thermal. Like thermal sucked on Black Ops 1, but the HUD, if you stood to the right side of the right door – you can look through the bushes with the thermal and see people coming down that path. Yeah, I I, I used to I I put up games on jungle where I had like a two KD, but I'd have eighteen defends, and I felt like everyone was looking at KD and it's like you don't understand. I'm the reason we won this game, right? The KD might have been two, but you know, my persistence on this power position is why we had two flags instead of one all game long. Eighteen defends. That's, that's the Call of Duty I miss right there. When Call of Duty was a strategic game on YouTube and not a a, a slam dunk contest. Hmm. It is right now. It's a slam dunk contest. I got into a lobby with people that didn't leave, and I got my dogs to swarm and low star three times. That's a good game. That's a strong game. I think it's a hypothetical game. That's a hypothetical game. Oh, That's okay. what a big 200-kill game is. I, I just, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I've been getting games easy on COD. Like, I don't play as much COD as I did two months ago. And, uh, you know, I pop in, play two games, one of them had 60 kills. I swear, I had a harder time getting 60 kills. Are these ground war games? No, it was domination on slums. And I didn't even have high kill streaks. What'd you say? I'd like to see this game. It's on my channel. Like, 60 kills on 6v6 is hard to do. It was actually 59. But yeah, <laughs> that that that's sixty. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. That's, I hear you, baby. That's sixty. Um, yeah. You ever got sixty in a team deathmatch? No. I no. think the house I got a team deathmatch was like fifty-one. I don't I've think I've 60. had forty in TDM. I may have had forty, but yeah, I don't, I don't I don't play much TDM either. I played ten times. I remember that fifty-one too. It was on Wasteland. Wasteland? Oh, that, that, that. has got like a play-by-play in his head saved up. Like, no, let me take you guys through this match. I, I honestly have. How it happened. I, I, kill, I think I got like 60 kills on uh, block. Is it time to change up the topic? I know totally. I, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm having fun with it. Like, this is, like, I'm having more fun talking about Call of Duty in like a reminiscing eight way than I do playing it. Like, I, I rage quit on the fucking screen where the three guys are standing and ask me to get online. 
Wait, what? I didn't understand that. Is that a comment? You know that when you load the game up, it goes Xbox Live, and it has those three guys pointing the guns at you. You're already rage quitting? I'm already upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I was thinking about? Winter's coming. Are we happy about that? I'm kind of looking forward to winter. I'm always looking forward to winter. Are you? Yeah, it's my favorite time of the year. I don't want to smell green trees and pollen and wildlife. I'm ready to get cold as fuck and, you know, everything that I usually run over with my car goes and hides in a hole for the three or four months. I, I swear, North Carolina is my climate. That, that's my declaration. When I lived in New Jersey and winter was coming, uh, and I don't mean to knock Jersey, Jersey fucking rocks. I love the people. Jersey sucks. Dude, no. Jersey. Especially that show that it had. It smells so bad and you know it. The one spot on the turnpike smells bad. It, there is one part of New Jersey where you drive for like an hour and it smells really bad the whole time. And I'm talking about what, like, it's, like a paper mill or something? Yes, it's that kind of smell. Is. Jersey, I still got you. Jersey, you, you <laughs> live in Georgetown. Smell Georgetown smells that's, like shit. that's why we don't like you. You're the smelly kid in class. Jersey's awesome. You, you don't know what you're talking about. Smelly <laughs> kid in class. You hit your pants and your mom didn't even show up. But here is the thing with the climate in that region of the country. It The winter is nine months long. You know, I, I might be exaggerating a bit there. But the winter's long, and it feels and the sky is gray all winter. In North Carolina, like, it's sunny five, six days a week here all winter long. Even when it's quote-unquote cold, and by cold I mean like 48 degrees, um, it's blue skies and it's nice out. Like you know, I take my kid to the swing set or something, and it's like this is February. This is so easy to get through. In Jersey, I didn't feel like that. I, I'm almost looking forward to winter now, and that never happened to me growing up. Because winters here are kind of like a spring or a fall. This is this is my place to be. Lefty, you're from Chicago. How do you feel about winter coming? Uh, I like winter because. I like celebrating Christmas, even though I'm an atheist, which is kind of weird. But um, it's I don't know. It's fun. It's a fun time for me. I like the I I like the cold, but then like in some things, the cold is nice. Like when it's like it's later at night and it's cold, and you want to go to bed, and you get on you got to get under the covers and, and try to warm up. But it's it's you know it's like a little game. It's it's nice. It's cozy. You get to be cozy. I guess would be a good term for it. But then, like, if you try to go start your car and it's, like, zero degrees outside and you've got to start your car and you've got to wipe the snow off of it or crack the ice and then scratch the ice off and then you got to let your car warm up for about 20, 30 minutes so that, you know, you don't start hurting things, um, It's that's when it's like, oh, yeah, the cold kind of sucks. So there's there's good aspects to it and then and then bad stuff, but it can get it can get pretty cold and it sucks. Does it get cold enough to hurt you when you breathe? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know what zero feels like. I mean, 40 degrees is about my top we get zero here. Zero is not a, a temperature. People who say it is are full of shit. Zero is not a thing that should be a temperature of Earth. <laughs> Global warming is good. Get rid of zero throughout the planet. Get rid of that. I live in a swamp-heavy area, like 50, 40 heavy? degrees swamp area. Swamp? Swamp? How do you spell that? Swamp, I guess. It's it's Kyle, do we have to start talking about when your accent slips? Shut up, Dutty. You shut your dirt whore mouth. Cool Whip. I got my, let me tell you guys, I went to the kitchen, I got myself some Cool Whip out of the refrigerator. 
First of yeah, all, but I live in a swamp. That is how you pronounce the region in like 4850 degrees. Farthest we get. Look in the dictionary; it's clearly spelled out that way phonetically. There are two <laughs> acceptable ways to pronounce the word "white." Yep. And mine is <laughs> one of them. White. You know what word you? No, I, I honestly didn't hear. It sounded like Q U I. What? What? Oh, what? Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what people always get us on? Because it's spelled W U T. Walter. Walter. Linder. Walter. Walter. Linder. Say oil. 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 I oh, that's normal. Yeah. yeah. I can't stand people that are like pillow. Like hand me that pillow. Like what? What is a pillow? What is that? A pillow. A pillow. Oh. Or milk. Milk. <laughs> yeah, people say milk. You ask me for milk, I'm gonna slap you in the teeth. <laughs> I'm a, I always wonder what wash was. What the fuck's a wash? That's when you wash something, you clean it. Yeah. Uh, what I don't like in particular is Washington. When they put the R in Washington, that that's not for me. <laughs> I like that. Washington. Really? I, I yeah. um yeah, I don't have uh, I, I guess I'm, I, everyone has an accent, but I guess mine is kinda neutral. You know, the, the You do have that problem with that one word. What word? That alternate type of energy that we use that's not hydroelectric or oh, coal no. or solar. Know. You know, it's the one that gives off radiation. What is it? <laughs> I'm gonna to get it right. I'm gonna t- is it nuclear? There you go. <laughs> did, I, did I even fuck it up? I don't know. I can't. Yeah, you got it. Nuclear. It's not what I said, though. No, he said, <laughs> what he said, nuclear. nuclear. He said yeah, nuclear. I was going to give it to him. My, nuclear is my attempt at pronouncing it's, it not nuclear. Nuclear? Yeah, nuclear. Nu- yeah, yeah. Nuclear. George Bush <laughs> pronounced it as nuclear. Oh, man, I have the same one with documentary. And it's nuclear. Oh, oh what do you say? Documentary? documentary? Yeah. Documentary. Yeah. I, I drop a documentary. Right, That's acceptable, so, though, right? That's an acceptable pronunciation of is. all those And the reason syllables. we do that has something to do with when your brain is multitasking. And something about the way, it, it, I don't know, something about the way our brains process the word documentary, if we don't think about it, it spits out documentary. So like when you're commentating a video, I bet it's happened a bunch. It's happened to me, and I don't say that well, shit. I, anyway. My favorite is this. If you can get Wings to talk about the Kennedy shooting, he'll oh, eventually God. tell you that the shooter was in a book suppository. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> book suppository. That is a hell of a shot, and that is a tiny man. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, on the winter thing, I'm, I'm excited about winter coming, and I'm... I was never like that growing up. It's kind of nice. Can we try to get Grand Theft Auto Five early? Since I want to play that, oh, I don't want to play that. Is Grand Theft Auto Five, dude? Pre-sales of Grand Theft Auto Five are higher than COD Ghost, according to an infographic I saw today. And these are stats. Painkiller already official oh, stats. Not facts. Man. Stats. Yeah. Different. So you can take Better. those to the bank. Just don't expect anything in return. No, no, <laughs> not, not not legal tender. <laughs> not legal tender. Expect but, an overdraw fee. But yeah, I, I started one. Like, is Grand Theft Auto Five just the cool game to like, or is it that amazing a game? I haven't been into Grand Theft Auto since the PS2 days. I forget if it was Vice City or the one before that. But I think it was probably Vice City for you. The best one. Vice City was my favorite for sure. Okay. I'm it still was a like San Andreas the first guy. One that was popular. I think what what the hell? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That oh, is a yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 my goodness. Oh, wow. Oh, and wow. Wings oh, wow. is excited. <laughs> That's something. See, the Diablo oh, 3 against the bitches. I wish I had the main... Google <laughs> Diablo 3 against the bitches. 
Wow. Use that to break, you know, into another subject. Yeah, when you when you wings when you cut up your your review of Diablo three on PS three, put that at the end. <laughs> like like if you have an outro, put that and then like fade back in to that, and then just you Diablo three gets the bitches, and then you just cut it. <laughs> that would be great. You see, I'm excited for Grand Theft Auto five because I'm a big fan of the series. I played it since Grand Theft Auto three uh, on the PS two. When they first went uh, 3D or, you know, the third-person kind of thing that they did. Well, I guess the other ones on PlayStation were third-person. But you get you guys, fans know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And But when Grand Theft Auto 4 came out, I wasn't in YouTube. This it was 2008. And now, as a content creator, as a content creator and a fan of the series, I'm really excited because I really like the RPG elements and the, quote, realistic canon that they try to that they're trying with Grand Theft Auto 4 and now 5. I like that, but the RPG elements that they're reinstituting from like San Andreas, I'm really interested in as well. Um and so as just a fan as somebody that's going to play the game, but also as like a as a content creator because I I think I could play that game and be entertaining and comedic and work well within the game and make entertaining content that people will hopefully watch. So I'm it's like twofold for me. So I'm kinda really excited. Oh, for it. But you can do it with the end game you kill black with the lefty. <laughs> you were sitting on that one, weren't you? You were sitting oh, on that. That was good. That was a joke, my bad. Um was good. I got a question for you as a GTA expert. So this guy with a website approached me and it's like Grand Theft Auto Cheats and he's like, if you pimp it then maybe we can both like, you know, whatever, rise to the top with it together. And my stance on cheating in games is that it's only okay if your victims are AI, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to, whatever, glitch out the map and kill AI, if you want to go into God mode and kill every zombie in the world, I don't care. Knock yourself out. If your way of enjoying games is that, then go play your game. But if your victims are other people, like, you know, it's a competitive environment and you're running extra health or something, then I'm not, not cool with it. What kind of cheats are typically in Grand Theft Auto? Are they multiple? Oh cheats? yeah. Okay, so I got this. I still have I still have the Grand Theft Auto Vice City cheats memorized. <laughs> I could still punch those out on my PlayStation Two controller. Left down, left down, um, left down. Yeah, the cheats are fun. They make the game better. To me, using the so there's a couple different combinations, and um, there's three different combinations that are weapon packs. So it just loads you up with like ten different weapons, and you know you if you alternate one button on the on the button combination, you get a different set of these ten weapons. Um, things like increasing your health all the way, and lowering your wanted rate. Um, so who's your victim? Is it other people? Nobody, just NPCs. Just, just you know, just the police. The police in the game. It makes the game a lot more fun. If, if you're the kind of player who occasionally likes just going on a rampage, then why have to shoot your, you know, your good gun or, you know, something you actually earned? Why not just have, like, an endless supply of Molotov cocktails or something or RPGs or... M16s or whatever. It's fun. Oh, yeah. No, that's the... If your victims are NPCs, which means non-player character for you guys who don't know, that which is the computer, dude, rape your computer. I don't care. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> Literally. We support yeah. PC rape here. <laughs> yeah. Be sure to use your wet. <laughs> this graphics card is a burn Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Always use wet platinum when penetrating your computer. Oh, the disk drive? Is that where you're going to stick it? I don't oh, know. Wow. It's too small for me. Maybe you... <laughs> I was going to open the back cover plate. <laughs> I was going to take that 144 millimeter fan off. 
There you go. Um, but I think that's that's coming in the future, right? Like, how long is it before they attach some sort of a sexual device to 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 your computer? Not so that soon you can, enough, right? A USB <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> like, what if there was something that, like, you know, like followed along with the uh, the video you were watching and and and, uh, and did something to you? Video, no nah, business idea. Let's get the Kickstarter up and going. I want I want no part of this. I want I want to be on this Kickstarter on a USB flashlight that actually moves up and down, USB power, and you like have a program that comes with it, so you can, you can have it either blow you. Or like fuck you, loose fuck, tight fuck. What, what loose fuck? Who wants to lose fuck? I, I, well, I'm trying to bridge all the demographic here, guys. <laughs> what demographic is that? Uh, well, I mean, what if what if instead of we? I mean, you can even do tight. fat fuck. You can like have it push down even harder, simulate weight. <laughs> it straps around behind you with a belt. It just pulls on <laughs> It sounds like a rape machine. <laughs> We're going beyond USB power here. There's like a gasoline engine that drives. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this is diesel powered. Uh, I want an image of this. Someone sketch it up. No, don't. <laughs> nah, don't nah. do that. This don't belongs do that. on the subreddit. I would like a 10% cut of this when it becomes a multi-million dollar idea. <laughs> this is, I want no part. You want no part in there. getting it there, but once it is, give me that 10%. Because yeah. I, uh, I'm a fan of that. So do we, want, do we want to actually talk about Syria? I'm down. I'm not, I'm not, I swear. All I, 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 so I, used to read I thought news. about Putin a good gamer tag. What's that? Vladimir Putin. He, I, felt, I thought of a good gamer tag for him for Call of Duty. What, what would it be? Shooting Putin 187. <laughs> What's the 187? <laughs> Murder. Murder code for California. Nice. Shooting um, Putin 187. So I don't know. Not, not much else has happened. Obama's basically saying that he's going to let Congress decide if he's going to strike or not. Uh, at first, Obama said that there would be limited strikes, but now it's come out that it's basically going to be like 200 uh, Tomahawk cruise missiles followed by two days of bombing with B-1s and B-2s. And... Uh, uh, you know, over. That's a serious bombing. Yeah, bombing that's war. That's yeah. war. That's war. <laughs> like, it, what is it? Uh, Two hundred Tomahawk missiles and like nonstop B one bombing. That's three hundred million. And they mentioned B fifty twos too. They're going to use bad because they typically drop cluster bombs, which are basically dropping landmines, and they don't all explode. So you drop that shit, and and they make tacky ass songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they actually said that they were going to use air to ground missiles that were going to be launched from the B-52s. What did you say? Air to, uh, air to ground missiles with, from the B-52s. Really? I guess that's a thing now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How old are the B-52s? Felt, They're like six years old. scary as fuck. I imagine the bottom of a B-52 now looks like the back of a porcupine, and it just shits <laughs> missiles all day. <laughs> like instead of those, instead of like a hundred cluster bombs, it's just a hundred smart missiles coming at you, and they're a million and a half dollars each, and they don't give a fuck anymore. Dude, this I so hope this doesn't happen. Oh, he wants to do it bad, man. He's but you know what? You know what's him. awesome? He asked Congress. It's almost like he read this thing, the the Constitution, and talking about like. Congress declaring war, and he's actually gonna be like, "Yeah, well, good for you, Obama." Reading the Constitution. Well, I'm just saying, he's, he's ready to spend half a billion dollars to bomb a country because they killed 1,400 people. I I, I don't yep. know about that cost that you came up with. It, it, it's well, expensive. I'm just, saying, I'm just doing on base what Woody said. You know, 200 cruise missiles and a million and a half pieces, 300 million by himself. Yeah. I'm sure the B-52 raids can cover the other 200 million. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably a billion dollar enterprise. Yeah. Um. I, I don't think... And, and what's so bad about Kim... I, I talked to... 
It's actually so the guy I live stream with Andrew. I, I live stream with a couple of people, but he's one. And I was like, what's such a big deal about chemical weapons? Why is that like the thing? Because we have nukes, and we—I mean, Bush was trying to get more nukes, little nukes, you know, bunker buster nukes, and um, we have napalm, and we have you know the things that are similar to chemical no napalm. Weapons. Uh, nope. Okay, I guess we don't use napalm anymore. That's a historical thing. Um, but you know, like the, the U.S. is dude, the U.S. is all kinds of shit that will kill you. But for some reason, the way we kill you is better. Like, ah, we use bullets. That's legit kill stuff right there. You know, we use missiles, and we use cluster bombs, and we use, you know, explosives. And we're thinking about using little nukes, but they're just little nukes, so, you know, don't get, don't get all worked up about it. But you use <laughs> chemical weapons, oh my gosh, you're the most horrible, terrible person in the world. So, I think... I've got more. So okay. I started, I asked, why is this such a big deal? And he says he thinks it's a holdover from World War One. World War One had the first, like, weapons of mass destruction... And chemical weapons just did this weapon of mass destruction thing, right? They they ra- rained down a hell that we didn't see before. It was the first mega effective weapon. And now there's still a mindset that these chemical weapons are extra bad, that it's something you shouldn't use, even though really they're kind of out of date compared to some of the ways that the U.S. has for killing you because they're chemical weapons – now it's an extra horrible, terrible thing, and uh, and that it really they should be classified in the same way as some of the other weapons we have. Can I can I throw a counterpoint here? Yeah. All right, you're thinking about tabun gas from World War One, which was basically designed just to kill people. It's not really a thing. I think chemical warfare it t- turns into or biological warfare, which is mortally called. What happens when a country sends a virus over that eats flesh, and you get sick because it's airborne, and you have it's the like, whole country just Sounds eaten like away and sick and sickly and diseased, children dying in the streets. I mean, a bomb blows you up. What if you're not in the bomb's vicinity? You're good. But somebody can get sick from that chemical warfare and drive to your house, and now your family's no, dead. but not from the chemical warfare, from the biological warfare. And I think if they had used biological warfare, like if he'd sent some weaponized smallpox on these people, I'd be feeling a lot different about it. Yes, I would too. If he was sending a contagious disease then I think the whole world would be like, dude, you don't mess around with contagious diseases. That stuff can spread way beyond your intended victims. We're going in. You're done. It's like, haven't you ever seen a zombie movie? We're going to fuck your day up, dude. But he's dropping the equivalent of napalm, I feel. You know, these are PKA facts. But, you know, (laughs) he's just, he's killing 1,400 people with the big strike and these chemical weapons and stuff. And I think, you know, man, I'm sure if he knew you were going to get this worked up, he would have used bullets. You know, alright, just let us know how you want us to kill our people and we'll use that instead. You can mind your own yeah, business. Exactly, and that, that's what we're saying right now. It's ridiculous. It, it, and the, in the end, I just feel like it's like, why do we care so much? Don't we have enough shit going on domestically that we can handle? Yes, exactly. I mean, with that $300 million, couldn't that be spent somewhere else? $3 million? Maybe, I, I maybe to pay off our debt a little bit? Just a little bit? That's a thought. Would that even make it? Maybe that even uh, scratch the paint on the thing. We actually are at risk of getting Let's our country killed. Let's some real assholes. Let's do that for a change. But we're we're the real assholes, Kyle. That's the point. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Canada. Oh, I'm no. looking at you. <laughs> Talking to you, Canada. Cocksuckers. <laughs> Canada's with us on that. On, on why don't this, we on just? Why don't we shoot? Know that? This was a North Korea. 
So, so I, I think um, I'm pretty sure about this. I know for sure that the countries that are with us are France. They're ready to like put boots on the ground. Probably <laughs> they get they're sending a boat into the area, one of the biggest uh, aircraft carriers in the world, I'm told. And they, uh, um, Canada, Canada's with us. And I'm not sure who so else. So we'll have the Mounties. The yes. Mounties, yes. <laughs> But yeah, I heard England's not with us. No, they are not. It was, um, you know what? Pussies. Uh, Pussies. England should be with us a little bit, right? They should just be with us with a display of encouragement. Well, they kind of did. So the okay. you know the prime minister over there was like, like, yeah, let's do it. And he goes to the I think it's the House of Commons. Maybe he goes to them. He's like, you know, let's put it up for a vote. Let's do this. And for the first time since like seventeen, I think it was seventeen ninety one. First time since 1791 that um, they didn't, you know, agree with him on the basis of war. And the last time it happened was when we fought for our independence from England, and uh, and they were like, "No, we're done. Stop the war with America. We're getting fucked up here." That, if Britain was smart, they they'd send over like 12 guys because the United States loves England. I swear to God, if anyone ever messes with England, the entire country will rally. You know, like. Ever have that friend who's on your side when you're wrong? That's what England did with Iraq. I don't care what happens to England. Same team, right? That, that's Absolutely, right? They yeah. don't feel that way about us as much. I saw I saw a survey where like 66% um, said that they didn't care if the, the recent vote about the war damaged their relations with America. And I'm just like, why not? Why don't they like us? We really like you guys. You got those cool accents. We like putting you in our movies, making you butlers and shit. I don't know. Some of them are some of them are fucking assholes. Yeah, most of you are okay. You got that queen over there. She's like 114 years old or something. You got that cool royal family. You got those guys. This weird. Yeah, you got hit shots of the of the of the of the prince's wife. Whatever. People are always getting married, and your 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 royalty runs around naked a lot. It's awesome. Awesome. I like you guys. I mean, I mean, and, and the funny thing is, I mean, you're just a tiny island country now. You're not that empire that we used to be friends with. We stayed friends with you, even though pretty much, you know, you shrunk down from a giant empire to like a tiny island country. Every time the U.S. goes to war, England is there for us, and they they should just keep that streak alive, even if it's just a display. You know, like like ah yeah, hypothetically, if Congress approves, we're gonna hook you up with the missile. Like just one. Sure. Here's yeah. our missile. Dude, I don't even want to go to war, but if I do, I want England by my side because they're they're our same team. That, that's how mm-hmm. we do it. And uh, and you know, heaven forbid something ever happens to England, it, the U.S. is there too. Like I think. Yeah, that's the I want to say destroy Italy for World you. War Two. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I swear to God, the US If Italy would... were to like, if Italy were to like shoot a bunch of rockets at like London and fuck it all up, we would shit on oh. them. <laughs> you don't know what we do to those fuckers. <laughs> we would take that fucking boot of a country and drop it in the middle of the Pacific. <laughs> we would blow the Colosseum up. <laughs> all that shit's gone. Isn't the Vatican near there? I apologize in advance. You're we do it real a favor if you blow that place up. <laughs> Uh, I've been watching a lot of the video coming out of Syria, and it has been it has been an interesting couple of weeks. So if you go on Reddit, there's there's always some subreddit for like military you know videos and stuff like that. And I have seen a lot of people die this week in Syria, and those are just the ones I saw. Do you, do you, I always like I think sometimes about my dream job, like what I'd like to do if I could if I could do anything and start over. And dude, wartime. A video journalist or wartime photographer seems like a really cool gig. That is a fantasy job. You think so? 
I think it's a job you can get shot in and beheaded. Yeah, Kelly was like, yeah, man, scary shit. Now, leading up to there, though, it's incredible. <laughs> like, it's, it's right. nonstop action. It, it's, like, I, I swear, I think it's it's right there. Like Call like, of Duty. Indiana yeah, Jones, right? I, like, like, it's some crazy cool shit. This word is a bad word, but I don't think it is an intelligence circle. Like, it, it's called a spook when you're with the CIA, right? You're a spook? Yeah. Well, you're clandestine agent. Yeah, yeah, I think, I swear, I, it's, it's also a racial term from, like, the 40s or something for black people, so it's hard to say. But, At least um, you said it, not me. Yeah, but I think a, a CIA agent is often referred to as a spook, and that seems like a really cool gig. Um, like, I don't know, real-life Jason Bourne shit. But photojournalist in war, it's, I don't know, that just seems like a really neat job to me. You think every now and then, you know, maybe you get to pick up a gun and do some shooting? If you want, you can do anything. There's no rules <laughs> yeah, for photos. Exactly. So I was yeah. I was talking to a guy over there one time, and we were discussing. I was like, maybe I could come over there and I could film some. He's like, yeah, you could do that. You come right on the front lines. And I'm like, isn't that like crazy? To-? He's like, yeah, you'd be in the war zone. And I'm like, and that would be cool. You can get, get us clearance for that. He's like, yeah, totally. I was like, well, what if we were like getting attacked? Could could I could I get a gun? He's like. You have a gun no matter what, bro. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, wait a minute. Are you telling me I can go fight in Afghanistan and I can leave whenever I want? Hmm. <laughs> Ultimately, I was not allowed to go, but but that was going to be an interesting trip. That would have been awesome. Dude, <laughs> like, if we go to war with someone, I don't know, grab North Korea or something, right? United States and North Korea are going to war. I'm going to get in the vacation business and just be like, come on, you want to shoot some people? Grab your gun, hop on Woody Express Airlines, I'll drop you in North Korea, you'll do a week-long uh, soldier vacation fantasy. Soldier <laughs> vacation soldier fantasy. Yeah, soldier we vacation should finish fantasy. It's <laughs> oh, my, my new money-whoring wow. scheme. I'll hook you up with an AR-15, some Gamma Labs, a Netflix code. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you should, you, you should totally put this prize pack together. And take a <laughs> <laughs> you thought this out through this far. How much would this fantasy trip cost? We think twenty five thousand. Twenty, dude. But, but lucky, this week on sale for twenty. Yeah, <laughs> twenty five thousand. We really set you up. You All right, wait, 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 we're wait. gonna put you behind fifty caliber machine gun, and we're gonna go for a little ride in the Humvee. It's a twenty five thousand dollar vacation. But this week only, coupon code Woody twenty thousand gets you it for twenty grand instead. It's got to be about twenty grand. You're flying somebody across the Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. and you're giving them all AR fifteen. Uh, about a thousand bucks a piece. Nah, the military don't pay shit for those things. This is, this is all in conjunction. This, this is, is a big commercial Woody for the, the Navy. No, no. The way you do this thing, it's a big commercial for the Navy. They pick up a little bit of the tab, you know, and you see somebody <laughs> in there with like. like Six or eight Navy SEALs, and he's just kind of there, and he's showing off his calves, and they're kind of sold on the whole idea. And you know, <laughs> next thing you know, there's a movie about Woody, and it's 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 about his involvement with some sort of Navy SEAL raid. Maybe. And, and wings that yeah. AR-15, it's only a rental. You know, yeah, it's a rental, man. It's a yeah. rental, dude. Will, uh, yeah, you bring him back, you clean him up, clean the blood off, you're all good to go. Get the blood off, you know. Maybe he gets to keep the bayonet as a souvenir. We drop a new one on. I was about to say, like, so so bayonets aren't really used too much in modern wars. I think if I was uh, if I was over there, I think it'd be funny to put a bayonet on your rifle. I think it was. Think of think of the statement that you're making when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> that that you so often find yourself in a position where you need to stab someone, but they're just too far away. <laughs> so you've went to the trouble of attaching a knife onto the end of your killing machine <laughs> and make it. 
You've made a fully automatic rifle with a never-ending poking machine on the end. I just is that, to is me, that something you need? If you go on the Woody vacation to murder people from North Korea, <laughs> I will hook you up with a donator rank on WoodyCraft.net. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe have yeah. laptops on the plane to North Korea so you can play Minecraft on the way. So we joke about this, but this can be done. This, the stuff we're talking about, you can do this stuff. There are people who will you know, take you on one of these crazy third world vacations where you do crazy shit like that. You go to Cambodia, go out in the jungle, shoot some water buffalo with an RPG. That shit happens. Yeah. Oh, I that sounds like more of a trip I'd want to take. I know, right? <laughs> Did you say shoot a water buffalo with an RPG? Shoot, an, shoot a water buffalo with an RPG, yeah. We talked I know about a guy who's done before. that. Yeah, we, we were like, is that a good video idea? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that would get age-gated immediately. <laughs> yeah, you, all you have to do is... But age-gated videos do well video. sometimes. At the beginning of the video, you just point at the water buffalo and go, He's coming right at us! And then you're all good. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're you're to the water buffalo, and he's like casually he's eating like, grass huh? on the ground. He's like, huh? And like some grass falls out of his mouth, and then he's like, fucking rocket propelled grenade. Just to be sure, sprinkle some crack on him. When, you, when you're done, sprinkle some crack on him. <laughs> <laughs> he had crack. Oh. I'll tell you another thing. Um, this, is, this is a little bit off topic. We were, we were talking about the, the, you know, the Syria thing. So the Russians are kind of, you know, sticking their nose in, in this thing, too, and they're saying they're going to back Syria. Uh, Syria. My thing is this: it's, I was a little afraid for Obama at the uh, the G20 thing the other day, the convention wherever it was, and I think it was in Germany, because he's got to meet up with, you know, um, Putin. You know, they actually met, you know, shook hands. You know, they're in physical proximity. And I thought to myself, what would happen if Putin literally slapped President Obama? What would happen? Obama would bitch out. He'd just bitch out. And, and what? Okay, but what would the repercussions be? Nothing. Obama's a bitch. They'd be asking for an apology. Let's let's think about this seriously, though. What if the president of Russia bitch slapped the president of the United States? And I don't know if you guys are are aware, Vladimir Putin would beat the shit out of Obama and George Bush at the same time. Are we sure about that? You throw Clinton in there, and it's a royal rumble to the death. No, Putin's a, a very Clinton's got heart problems. He's not going anywhere. I'm He's talking about Clinton from for... 1990, my friend. No. That guy will fuck your wife and kick your ass at the same time. Putin's <laughs> a very jog on down to McDonald's for some breakfast. Let me jump in here. Is Putin actually tough? Because the Putin being the badass wrestles bear thing is kind of a meme. In real life, I have seen him shirtless in the water though, like swimming in this frigid ice water and shit. President Barack Obama plays basketball with collegiate athletes on a weekly basis. He's good. He's an athletic president. He's probably the most athletic president that I can remember in my lifetime. Yes, absolutely. If you if you strip away all the fanboyism and Democrat and Republican whatever and just talk about who would win the decathlon amongst presidents of my lifetime, which is, of course, all of them, <laughs> I, think, I think Obama wins. I think Obama is the most athletic president we've ever had. Now, flash over to Putin. Obama's like a foot taller than that guy, right? I, I, I don't know if he's the most athletic we've ever had. I don't know. I think Teddy Roosevelt, when he took office, was, was probably still pretty athletic. And, uh, I still and, take Andrew and, Jackson think, over Obama. I think, oh, Andrew Jackson was a scary man. And Kennedy. I, I think Kennedy was still in pretty good shape. He's, he's laying it to all those supermodels and stuff. Yeah, but he had horrible back problems. I didn't, didn't know anything he? about that. I, I don't yeah, know. He was in the Navy. He had like some serious, serious back He was problems. in the Navy. Yeah, his ship got sank. Those guys on the boat. Yeah, um, he did. He's a hero. World War Two. 
Yeah, yep. I, it's funny. I, I heard he was talking about that privately, and they were like, you know, you did this thing where you got off the boat, you swam to safety, you saved all these people. And he's like, that story's been changed so many times, I don't even know the truth anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But, um, uh, yeah, in terms of athletic presidents, Obama's certainly way up there by the top. Yes, he I is definitely. Is. I mean, the ones we talked about, Kennedy and Jackson, I still take Obama, but whatever. Um, now you can flip over to Putin. Putin actually is kind of a strong, uh, strong guy. I have seen him shirtless, and he looks good for his age. But Obama's way taller, and he's very athletic. Is Putin the man anywhere near yeah. Putin the mean? I I would bet I would I would totally bet on, on Putin in a fight. I think Putin would be first of all, Putin is former KGB. Mm-hmm. This guy's hardcore, okay? He's a leftover from the Cold War. He's older than he looks, but he's kinda of, he's a really outdoorsy kind of guy. Like he does go and swim in the ocean, he does go on these like crazy big game hunting trips where he hunts bear and stuff. And he's just a he he's, he looks to be a, like a super manly man. Probably. On the other hand, I feel like Obama's the kind of guy who's you know he's just you know he's you say he play basketball. Uh, and, is actually a martial artist too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, he, he took he took judo. He was in judo for Judo's a while. Pretty legit. Yeah, I got judo pictures right here. I've been whooping some guy's ass. <laughs> I got pictures of Vladimir Putin. If, if you have a video of Putin fighting someone, you definitely have to link that. What if, what if we look at the video and it's like that kung fu uh, artist guy who's who all the students feel bad for him, so he's just allowing them to like throw them left and right? <laughs> what if Putin is fighting like thirty of those thirty guys at once and they're just flying everywhere? Did you see the one with a guy? Um, I think it was a video of him. It, it leads off with him and the students who all kind of take dives. Like, all he does is wave yes. his hands at him. That's exactly what I'm referencing. And fighting an MMA fight. And, <laughs> and the other, his, like, his real-life opponent has no respect for his fake powers. And he just beats him in the face. And he gets all bloodied. And the guy's, it's, he seemed to be genuinely confused. Yes. And then he comes back for, like, a second. Like, let me try this again. And he gets beat even worse. And you feel almost bad for the shyster. Like, like yeah. Because it, it yeah yeah so so you know the kung fu master guy he comes out with one of those crazy stances where you're just it looks really funky and your knees are bent your arms are doing all kind of wavy stuff and it looks scary if you've seen Karate Kid enough but that's I guess that's not really how people fight <laughs> definitely not an MMA anyway an MMA fighter comes out like I don't know like he's a boxer or something and he just punches this guy a couple times times in the face, and when the guy starts bleeding, he looks genuinely confused about what blood is and why it's coming out of his face. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what is this shit? How did that guy but, get through Did you throw shit? blood on me? You threw blood on me. <laughs> hey, I'm going to kick your ass for throwing this blood on me. Like, it was like one of those. And, and his moves were funny, because they were like, like, that's not even a hit. That's a chi wave that's supposed to, like, shock you into flying backwards toward the cage. It, there wasn't a cage. It was like a wrestling mat. But just the same. And um, it's like the guy was like, what? Right in. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It was such a mismatch. But I yeah. I like watching bad fighters lose. I um I linked a video of Putin wrestling with the national Russian like wrestling team. Like he's, It's just like rel- basic roles. Look at the number two comment on this, on, on this video. I'd like to see Putin break a bastard's fucking neck. Above that, this is on this is on uh, uh, Russia Today's YouTube channel, which is RT. And then Putin is the best. That that's even higher. That's even more highly rated than I'd like to see Putin break a bastard's fucking neck. <laughs> I'm waiting. The minute the video is only a minute and a half. I guess I'll get to action soon. Around fifty seconds. 
Right, I'm skipping, which is dangerous. Putin's going to kick his ass. Real, <laughs> I, you know, I was I was skeptical because Barack was a bigger like person than him. I think Putin will kill him. Oh, this is oh absolutely. That guy's not offering any kind of. Counsel. I understand he's practice his practice roles, yeah. but I mean, looking at the Wikipedia of Putin, <laughs> <laughs> he wants ate a lion. I would so ways you're gonna get hate for that. Oh my God, you're reading from Wikipedia. Oh, no, Wikipedia is uh, legit. No, yeah, source that shit. That's what you write on your term papers in college. Source, Wikipedia. Bam. Instant A's. But what would the Secret Service agents do if Putin just bitch-slapped Obama? Because that's the, that's the thing. Well, we're not talking about a continued attack. We're just talking about a bitch-slap. We're talking about, like, you know, get out of Syria. Whack! And that's it. He just walks right. away. According to his Wikipedia, he's a six-degree black belt in judo. He's a champion of Lingard. He's a master. He's a champion of Lingard in Sambo, and he's a Cairo Kushan Kani six-degree black belt as well. But a lot of that stuff means nothing to me. Like, all <laughs> black belts are easy to earn, and um, and then he's Putin, right? If Putin wanted the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, which is actually very difficult to earn, I imagine there's a guy out there that'll be like, dude, I got you to hook up. You know, I can't have the the leader of my nation not having a black belt. It if he was a non-famous person, those things I wouldn't call into question in the same way. But yeah, anyway, so he's a martial artist. I guess he beat Obama. I bet all Obama is is a natural, accurate puncher. <laughs> what, what are we doing with? Right, never mind. Forget I said anything. Wait. He was he was presented a black belt in December 2009 by Japanese champion Kohokushin Karate Do Master Raiho Roma. Yeah, I'm sure Roma. that's his instructor. He's carefully evaluating his skills. Not just hooked up some guy on the other side of the planet with a black belt. Out of Can we have a segment where Wings reads Japanese things? Yes, <laughs> like Japanese names and places and my stuff. deep southern mind can't take on these. It's funny, things. no, because. I I can't speak. To, I have no idea how to translate the language or how it's supposed to sound, but it just sounds. Funny. I have a question. This guy right here behind me, he wants to be a little Asian man, dude. Like he corrects See, every here's, little. Here's the, here's the difference. He assumes I want to be a little Asian man. I just like the culture. You are not a little Asian man. Dude, he's that kind of guy that you see standing at You're like four little like Asian, two hundred eighty pounds with like a Hello Kitty T-shirt on. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Oh, you read? Oh, you're one of those guys. You read a lot of manga and you watch Akira and you're like, oh, it's like I'm totally Japanese now. So no. How's the weight loss video? Like, um, how, how much have you lost? Um, overall, point eight. There, now we're talking, bitch. So, all right, all right. So That's, far, we're making uh, moves. We're making moves. First video, I, first video, I weighed like four twenty-eight, and then I discovered that it was if I lean forward with the camera, that it takes weight off the scale. Yeah, that's good. Because it takes center off. So the next, second week, I actually got the accurate weight, and it was like four thirty, four thirty-six. Four thirty-six. And like today, yes, this this week I weighed four. 35.2. There it is, 0.8. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff I'm messing up with, like, um, like, like, still eating late, and, like, I'm not eating the right, I'm not making the right choices with my food. Um, that, that's the stuff I gotta cut out. That's where I'm messing up at. Um, I don't know. I'm hopefully, I'm hopefully I'm gonna lose weight. I, my goal is four pounds a week. I think that's a little high. 
I'd like to see you lose weight, but I'd also like to see that scale become a really good investment. I want to see you make so much money off these weight loss videos that you're like, dude, I bought I'm working for the scale of the weight loss videos, just the three I've done. So, I don't like one. the scale. I think we need to get rid of the scale and instead get one of those balance scales where there's another object on the opposite side and, you know, figure <laughs> out how many watermelons you weigh. You're talking like a, a gigantic scale of justice, right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, I am down two watermelons this week. <laughs> yeah, I want to find out how many. I want to, like, three goats, a pig, yeah. eight and a skinny blonde chick. I can just see the other person. Like, like you've got two pigs on there. I don't know how much a pig weighs wings, so don't, don't get it. Way more than I do. A pig's like five, 600 pounds. No, these are potbelly pigs. Yeah, we'll get some smaller pigs then. We'll put two <laughs> okay. pigs on there, and like if wings still weighs more, we can just like add chickens. <laughs> I want to see how many farm animals wings can weigh. <laughs> I know. We're like, all right, we, you know, we still offer move a chicken. I got, I got it right here. You know, some people that watch my videos are from other countries of the world, but they don't use our system of weight. <laughs> to make this more universal, we're going to weigh ourselves with things you might see in your everyday life. <laughs> It's like a bunch of dogs fighting together in a <laughs> Let's see how many Pomeranians Wings of Redemption weighs. That's a lot of Pomeranians, Bob. <laughs> I go keep dumping them in the basket. You're like, how many buckets of fried chicken do I actually weigh? <laughs> we can work these out. I mean, I I'm sure somebody over on the uh, Painkiller Already Reddit or uh, subreddit could make a scale, make a whole graph. Based on the fact that Wings Redemption weighs 428 pounds, I believe, um, you know, go out, go out there and come up with things that weigh the same amount. Like how many potbelly pigs, how many chickens, how many uh, buckets of fried chicken. I want to know. Hmm. No. I, I'm, I don't want to derail this topic because it's awesome, but I had a question for Kyle. Uh huh. So about a week ago, I did a little video shoot, and I put explosives inside of a watermelon. And, yes. Um, I guess I blew up explosives between testing and shooting three times, but one of them, they didn't explode. So I assumed I missed my target, and then when I saw the little baggie of explosives, uh, it was all ripped in two, and, like, explosives were leaking out. And do you think it didn't go even though I hit it? It's possible. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, it's possible. Hmm. Sometimes they just don't go off. Yeah, I was like, did I, I thought I mixed it pretty thoroughly. I mean, once you it's, start mixing it, you can't see in the bag anymore, so you don't exactly know what it looks like inside. Yeah. But sometimes they don't go off. Sometimes they don't go off. Back up to it? Sometimes, no, it doesn't work that way. What, sometimes what it doesn't go off. He was asking if he'd be scared walking up to it. It, it just doesn't uh, work that way. It takes it like an impact to make it go. But, you know, on the other hand, maybe I should have been. I don't know. It doesn't work that way, like Kyle said, but, like, sometimes bullets have a delayed shot. Shit happens. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Hmm. I wanted to see you microwave the stuff. I was interested. I, I, I really wanted to see what would happen. Dude, I had a microwave ready to go. We were going to put explosives in a watermelon in a microwave, and that's a bomb, right? That's an enclosed, explosive enclosed area. And uh, my agent has, like, an acre, and she's like, oh, you can do it in my yard. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. So I just I threw a baggie in the grass, and I shot it with the FN2000, which people don't know. It's a, just a two two three round. And um, uh, it 
it blew up and it was so loud, all their neighbors came out. They, they like <laughs> live on a cul-de-sac, but they have unusually large lots for cul-de-sacs. And um, yeah, they're like gathering in the middle, wondering what happened. They thought there was like a, a, a gas leak. <laughs> the Syrians are coming. Yeah, and, and my agent and her husband were just like, "Whoa, oh my god!" And they immediately start brainstorming for other places to do it. And I thought, like, that worked out well. That was awesome. Let's let's start the shoot. But they uh, they like put me off in the woods somewhere for the actual video shoot. And in that place, we didn't have any way to make the microwave fire up. Like, it, that's it, a shame. Yeah, well, that's a dude. It's not a shame. Video idea number two. <laughs> yeah, I see what that's gonna do. yeah do you think well, red target do you think it's microwavable do you think it'll blow up yeah totally you can stick it i i, I shouldn't say that on the internet um i don't you know um, the wings house <laughs> there, and, uh, yeah yeah is there it's a way you can rephrase it yes it is microwavable and the, is there an item in there that you think will react to it like is there magnesium in it yeah there's magnesium in there there's magnesium in it, so that should start... There's, to... red, pho- there's red phosphorus, there's magnesium, there's a, lot, there's a few things in there. And Basically, it, when it gets, if it gets hot enough, it'll just go off. This is, dude, so I'm... My camera has come out with an upgrade, and it's kind of expensive. I think all put together it'll be like four grand, but I'm going to do it. Right now, my slow-mo camera records uh, slow-mo in eight-second bursts. And it's kind of tricky to capture the moment that you want. And uh, you can set it so it just keeps recording, and then you hit stop, and it gets the most recent eight seconds. But what I really want is for just continuous recording, and I'm going to upgrade. And with that, I'll be able to get slow-mo and never miss the shot. How many frames per second? 240. Okay. So that's, that's – what it is is like – for people that don't know slow camera talk, if you <laughs> – if, if 240 does human speed stuff really well. Like some, I, I think I'm doing another montage. Like imagine filling a, a glass like you drink out of with colored sand and hitting it with a baseball bat. The effect you would get on something like that at 240 frames per second is silky smooth and awesome. The uh, like a water balloon moving on somebody's face that would work really well. Um, I got a better idea. Hitting a baseball. Oh, slapping a person. Like a like, like hypothetically, imagine I were to slap a person and like the waves of skin ripple and stuff. It does that in slow mo. Great. But things like explosions, things like bullets traveling through the air, that takes a hundred and fifty thousand dollar camera, not a ten thousand dollar camera. Could it? Could it? Would your camera do well with like my back hairs getting picked up with like a, a ceiling fan? What? Wait, what now? Like my back hair is like one of the things I do sometimes is take my shirt off and have my fan turned up so the back hair is lifted up off my back and it gives a cool little feeling of like being in a wind tunnel. I uh, yeah, my camera would do great for that. <laughs> I think we could capture that. Yeah, we should do a shoot sometime. But um, I love my camera. Do you guys want to see it? Yes. Yes. What do you have? Uh, uh, I'll show you. Wings in your back. <laughs> My back hair is epic. Oh shit, dude, that's the realness. Okay. This is a Sony FS700, and um, I guess you could say it's a pro quality video camera. It does 4K with the upgrade I'm talking about getting, you guys who are video nerds. 
This is the kit lens on it, which is good, but not great. I also have adapters that let me use my Canon lenses, which are great. But I like this because the, um, the zoom is so far. I think it's... I mean, it almost looks like a rifle sight. It looks like you had a Picatinny rail thing set up <laughs> on the bottom of it. The zoom goes from 18 to 200. So with just one lens, I can capture every scenario. And I feel like going like super high-end on the lenses doesn't really help for YouTube videos, but I could be wrong on that. This is the ND filter, so you can still use the ISO you want, even if it's really bright out. And, and it does 240 frames per second. That's uh, that's my camera, and I really like can it. Can you imagine pornography? <laughs> oh, crap. Now, okay, so now imagine Wings of Redemption POV pornography at 240 oh. frames per second. Doesn't the GoPro do slow-mo fairly well? See, it's got a... I, I bought a little rig for it, pad for the shoulder. Shoot. So that was the Sony FS what, 700? That's right. All right. You're Googling it, aren't you? I'm looking, I'm at B&H right now. Let's see how much I can't afford it. <laughs> oh, here you go, Woody. You don't have the SRW 9000 HD cam. That's $132,684.95. Well, we're going to get, we obviously had a sponsor lefty, so we, he can afford that after the show. <laughs> no, it, I don't think it doesn't come with a lens. I think it's just the camera body. Yeah. Wow. What's wow? That's insanely. So you have to buy a hundred and thirty thousand dollar camera body and then the lens for it. Some of these lenses run eighty to one hundred and twenty grand too. It's that's uh, not even fair. Yeah, lenses are fairly cheap if they don't zoom much, or, or they're fairly cheap if they zoom a lot and the aperture is still not tight. Like this one, you don't get a super depth of field on, so things are kind of in focus, foreground and background. Mm-hmm. And I have other lenses if I want to get that effect, but I usually don't. I usually feel like, well, I'll just get it all in focus and not miss the shot. That's my fear. With the next one, it'll be easier when I upgrade it. But um, the the business case for those $100,000 lenses is when you have, like, a crew. Like, imagine you're filming Scrubs, and, you know, you've got, like, 40 people on set and five actors in the scene, and you never have to change a lens all day long because you have a great lens that does it all. That's the business case. And the other option would be everyone waiting for you to change and do your thing. I would be a horrible boss. I would, like, change the fucking lens, son. Well, uh, well, in effect, what you're saying is, all right, I'll pay all your union salaries while we set all this stuff up and relight and, you know, do your thing. <laughs> and I'll pay the, the guys who edit it and try to color correct it so it looked the same on every lens. And, you know, there's yeah, a, the difference is wings wouldn't pay. Well, that's not good. <laughs> he can make you do it on your break. He can make you do it on your break. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's you know I, I repeat myself constantly in, in on WoodyCraft.net right as I work with all like the plugin developers and builders and stuff like that. I'm like you can't be against an idea. You're not allowed to be against an idea that doesn't get us anywhere. You have to be for some other idea, you know. And, and that's that's it's like a Woodworth family rule. Oh no, mm-hmm. my last name skipped, but uh, or slipped. But yeah, in my house, you're not allowed to just say no. Right? Just saying no is, is not something that we do here. Like, it, it, and it goes for everything. Like, hey, do you want to go to Salsa Fresh? No. Not no. No, I'd rather go to Longstar or Lone Star. No, I'd rather go to Wendy's. No, I'd rather go here. Because just no's don't get anything done. It's got to be solutions, not just denials. And um, uh, if someone wings says you can't have that land, it's like, all right, you got to come up with an alternative. And your alternative is paying the editors and the people as they sit around and do nothing. Yeah, but see, I'd be a little more hardcore about it. Like, all right, we can spend an hour doing this, yet, or I can find somebody who can do it in 20 minutes. <laughs> 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 Good job. 
Well, anyway, I, we're going on and on about this lens change, but it, that's that's the business case for it. You're a little yeah, more this hypothetical lens changing situation we just got into somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my shoots, it's always just you can work harder and use one lens, but um, I don't think like the differences in lenses are really subtle. And if you're doing high end photography and you're selling it, then it matters to you. If you're an amateur photographer and it really matters to you, then it really matters to you, right? But if you're doing YouTube videos, you know, as much as I love high end equipment. I think the differences are so subtle or could be matched in, like, post that uh, I've mostly been opting for the convenience of a wide zoom. But that's just me. Anyway, camera talk. Cameras and mics. I love Better mics. than Game of Thrones talk. I could build you a oh. damn good sork on Diablo 3, but I don't know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like Game of Thrones talk. I don't know. It's like you're speaking Japanese to me. Kyle, did you say someone did analysis on the fact that I'm, like, Fallout talk racist or something? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I was on the, the PKA Reddit uh, subreddit. I read all that you people write, and uh, there, are a lot of you, there are a lot of you that want to have sex with me, apparently. I, I'm cool with that. Um, <laughs> you know, we could, that could be arranged in some situations, but long story short, yeah, they were like, a lot of people were upset that Woody shut down, or, they, or at least they felt like, Woody shut down Fallout talk last week a little bit prematurely. And they, you know, they went into the trouble of measuring how long, you know, the average Game of Thrones talk used to last. And they found that you were, in fact, prejudiced. <laughs> and I agree. Like talk. We were talking about those I vaults. love Fallout talk. Everybody was so absorbed with us talking about those weird vaults. Like the vault where the guy, it was just one man and, like, a, a bunch of puppets. And he was in there for like many years with New the puppets. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> now you guys never get to hear the story of the no, no, in Vault no. 77. I'm doomed. I ruined it. Where does this stuff, where, Kyle, where do you like learn this stuff? Is this like all part of unpublished lore or is this all in the games? You just got to know where Some to go. Some of it, it literally is unpublished lore. There was a game called Fallout Tactics that I think never was, but they've got all the info about the game. Um, I get it from the Fallout Wiki. I go on there and read for hours at a time. Um, oh, oh, okay. So, so if you're a fan of the Fallout Wiki, what was the, what's the troll thing where it's like something having to do with three dog and like uh, oh, that's Fallout Three. Yeah, some kind of beeps and message like oh god, what was it? Fallout Tactic is actually technically the third game. It came out years after the second one. It's uh, instead of one character, you, you actually get. A couple more right off the bat. Yeah, it's got the Master Vault in it, like mm -hmm. Zero Vault and all that stuff. Yeah. And you play as um, the Brotherhood, if I remember. Yeah. You talk about I, some games that nobody gives a shit about. No, dude, Fallout has a very big. I'm telling you, like on the on the subreddit, there was a lot of people who who were talking about how much they love the Fallout talk. I mean, I understand. I love Fallout talk, but like people are gonna get some hate on me for no. about this. No, they're well, not. I don't the think first so. two games of the series, I could give two shits and a fuck about. They could be ground down underfoot, and I would not lose a bit of sleep. I like the Bethesda titles. I think a lot of the same developers um, came came on board with Bethesda. I think I was reading that the other day. Uh, I don't know much about the the previous Fallout's. I, I just don't. I'm not opposed to them or opposed to playing them, but obviously, I think. For you know, a modern player, Fallout 3 and New Vegas are going to be the games to go to. Voice mm -hmm. just silent. Did you guys see that article I just posted? We have to do something with that, and we have to have Lefty read it. 
I'm sorry, what article? What is this? There's an article, I just put it, it was an image. In the image, there's an article. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> read it, Lefty. Oh, read it. No, I'm good. Come on, dude. I don't want to read it. Come on, man. You need to. <laughs> Did, didn't we read this already? I'm pretty yeah, sure we, we already did this. It's like a repeat, yeah. Yeah, I think it this is... is yeah. Nice so, try, Wayne. Those of you don't know, this is the uh, Rent-A-Nigga uh, service. This guy on Craigslist who literally rents himself out as, you know, just a black comrade, basically. You know, if you need a black guy around, for whatever reason, you know, it's going to spice up a social situation or, you know, add a little uh, flavor to the business meeting, he's there for you, basically. He's got some photos of himself. Looks like a looks like a cool dude. He's rocking, you know, one of those baseball caps with the bill flat and the sticker still on it. He's a. We should try to get him on the show one time. Holy shit! Well, I mean, hell, he'll come and hang out with you all day for seventy five bucks an hour. Yeah, for seventy five bucks an hour, we could book him for the show. Hell, he'll suck <laughs> Wayne's dick for two fifty. <laughs> and Wings will play. And Wings will suck his for fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> we already know the price. One thousand five. No, I, I did it wrong. That's fifteen hundred. Um, Fifteen thousand dollars, and you go the other way. The worst yeah, part is that was they, real money. Some people. If you guys notice, they left in his Craigslist URL, so anybody who wants to can email this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wings. I don't. I know you did a video about it, but you didn't tell PKA about the truck and how the sale fell through. Oh shit! I've had three sales fall through since then. Can you tell us about them? Yeah, I can tell you about Well, the guy kind of got cold feet like I thought he was going to get cold feet because he had such a long period of time in between the, um, the the idea where he wanted to buy and the idea where he was actually going to buy. I thought that was going to work until Kyle spoke up. Like, it, you um, you were like, he's here, he already got the loan out, this and that, and I thought, yes, yes, yes. And then Kyle said, you know what? As a guy who knows a thing or two about car sales, Kyle's an ex-car salesman, Stretching out a deal over the weekend is not a good sign. And I was like, oh, this sounds like someone's opinion we should value. If you like, got to I nail it down right then and there. Like, like, I was trying to, dude. I was trying to nail it down right then and there. Like, you've got to get it. I wanted it that Friday. I'm like, dude, I'll come to your work. Mm-hmm. Get the paperwork you need to sign. I'll take it to the bank for you. I'll go to my bank. And, I'll, and I'll, by the time you're done, you'll have the keys waiting in your hand when you get off work. And your new truck to drive home. What was the conversation like when he backed out? He he didn't. I, I he wouldn't accept my calls. He texted me saying that he didn't feel like he wanted a loan as big as he was getting. So he with last PKA he actually had the loan that turned out not. He did have the loan. I even talked to his bank. The bank the, the bank woman said the loan was on her desk. He's to pick it up Tuesday and go bring it to me. But he can just give the loan back and pay a little bit of interest and be done with it. That's what he did. But didn't he sell his truck, though, already? Yeah, he did, so he's still looking for a truck. I've already. seen that happen before, too. Like, the customer will literally put themselves in a position. because. So some people have this, uh, I'm sure there's a name for it, this sort of disorder where they cannot commit. They're, they're, they just have a really non-committal personality, and it's almost to the level of someone who's like a habitual hoarder or something. Like, these people have an issue with saying, yes, I'll you know, buy this car for $40,000, done deal, done. You know, if I say that to you, I mean it. I mean, I'm going mm-hmm. to I'm gonna sign papers right now. Like, we're going to do this today, right now, as soon as you can get them in front of me, now. Yeah. I've seen women who, uh, there was this one woman in particular, she agreed to buy the car, she comes back two days later, doesn't like the car. Now, she's deci- now she just realized that she has six fucking kids 
and there aren't enough seats because she thought the third row folded down, but it doesn't. And, you know, just a bullshit story. And we're like, all right, well, we're not just going to give you your money back. If you'd like a different car, we'll do that. So she switches from the Ford Freestyle to, like, a Ford Expedition. She takes it home with her. She signs the papers legally buying the car. Comes back the next fucking day saying she didn't, the DVD player wasn't working. Now she doesn't want the car. Now she wants a minivan. Now she, it went on like that until we had to like get rid of her. Like people were fucking with her in the showroom because nobody wanted to like waste their time with her anymore. Like like her kids were sitting with her and there were, we had all these balloons in the showroom, these helium balloons, and people were shooting their rubber band powered staples at them to pop the balloons around the kids and scare them. To like make the kids cry, to like make the woman leave the dealership because nobody wanted to deal with her anymore because she could literally not commit on a car. Hmm. Yeah. And she had sold us her car. We had hers and had resold it, so we couldn't give it back. On the other way, like I, I have agreed to buy stuff or agreed to do something, changed my mind, and followed through just because when I agree to something, you should feel like it's a done deal. Absolutely, I've done the same thing. I've been like, you know, I need you to like, buy my car. Then, damn, where are you at? <laughs> I need a person just like you. And uh, like one of the things that's really fucked me on the other two deals is Ford is having a sale right now, and they're trying to clear out all the 2013s for the 2014s, and they're giving like eleven thousand dollars off. And these trucks usually retail about forty five grand. If you take eleven grand off of that, it's right in the ballpark where mine's at. I'm selling mine for thirty three. They're up here at like thirty six with hidden paperwork. Yeah, but people this, like I can get three thousand dollars more and get a brand new truck. Right, but then once they find out the out the door price with taxes and papers and all that isn't thirty six, it's yeah, forty something. But it's competitive. That's that's the problem. It's I've been thinking this a long time. I was talking to my dad about your situation like I guess three or four months ago, and uh, and I think you're gonna have to sell the truck for less than what you owe. And keep making payments with I you. am on $3,000 less than what I owe right now. I think you're going to have to go lower. I can't. I, I, I literally do not have the money to do it. But you do. So you, you sell the truck for you sell the truck for 30 grand flat, and then with that cash money, you you know you, you continue making payments on the truck while you try to you know make that other $4,000 up or whatever. I can't do that if they get a bank loan. They the bank's gonna want the title to go against it. Oh, that's right. He can't keep the loan if he doesn't have the truck anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, like, don't, you just don't tell him about it. You, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, it does. How many well, people have thirty grand? What's you've never written out a fake title for somebody, so you know little loansies on the on the. This I have to pay the loan off in full. Illegal ish. So illegal ish. Everyone, everyone here is thinking wings. It's simple. Finish it for Burn that truck. Burn the truck. <laughs> if you know what the worst part is? He, he can't burn his truck now because he's become famous for talking about burning trucks. Right, the he insurance investigator is going to find out about this show. Yeah, they're like, going to play tapes of him talking about burning the truck. They're going to present memes of this man's face. They're going to pull the fucking forum post up. I can't do that. Yeah, he's a truck burner. <laughs> I have no but you wouldn't be the that. one doing it, though. You wouldn't be the one. You would have an alibi have no where you were. I mean, like, if I was literally going to do insurance fraud, I'd tell you how I'd get ready. I'd back it into the fucking river with a boat trailer. So it's now simple. he's got a new one. Sink the truck. I mean, <laughs> the fact is, it happens every day of the week. You know, people backs the trailer and just a little too far. Current grabs the truck, takes it right on down the river. You hop out. Kelly, let me ask you a question. If Wings of Redemption asked you to, in private, to burn his truck for him. him. I know you wouldn't, but I'm asking him. If he did ask you to do this thing, would you burn his truck for him? 
What do I get out of it? Wait, he's gonna he's gonna bridge. slip you like he's gonna slip you like two hundred and fifty bucks maybe. <clears throat> Let's see, Grand Theft Auto. No, you wouldn't get Grand Theft Auto. He wouldn't press charges. Your charges, if you get caught, are going to be insurance fraud and you know uh, filing a false police report. You know, uh, accessory to you know some. It's gonna be some bullshit. You're gonna plead out. You're gonna do like eighteen months. Worst case scenario. I'm gonna need at least a couple grand, but I do. That's pretty weak shit, bro. You're not much of a henchman at all. I know Chas is the worst for less. Probably like 400 bucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> we were t- Jeremy. Jeremy, you need a Jeremy, man. If we could get Jeremy down there to you, I think if you is that the same guy that banged a girl in a porta? Please tell me, Jeremy, somebody yeah. that has about 33 yeah. grand in his pocket, needing an F-150. <laughs> No, no, he is the exact opposite Jerry of that. Jerry is a guy who for $15 will burn your truck. He will burn the shit out of that I truck. Got Jeremy's. I got Jeremy's all damn day. <laughs> no, nobody does. Woody, back me up here. I've got the best henchman ever, right? Indeed, yeah, without a doubt. Like, like he's loyal. He'll do what needs to be done. He's a big guy. He's got it all. And, he, and you know, he's not going to ask a bunch of questions. You tell him to burn the truck, he wants to know how much gas he needs to buy. Yeah, and he's going to want you to pay for the gas. He's going to want you because he's got no money. He's got nothing. He's got no cash. Can I get a ten bucks for gas, man? The gas. Yeah. He needs ten bucks for the gas for his car and another ten for the gas to burn the truck. He's not not trying to screw you. He's just trying to get there. The dude doesn't have gas money to commit commit crimes. I mean, in all hopes, best case scenario is, you know. I start making good money again, which, you know, that's not likely. Worst case scenario is I end up losing the truck and I have to start over with bad credit, which isn't even that bad in my eyes to look at it that way because I'm already concluded I don't want to buy anything on credit again the rest of my life. I have have another option. Why not refinance the truck? Um, Because the refinancing won't be as well. Like, for example, like I originally bought the truck. I I think the the note was $43,000. Now the note's somewhere along the lines of thirty four nine hundred, and like even if I refinance it, it'd be like a hundred bucks at best. If I refinanced it for like six years, yeah, Jeremy's cell phone number. Could you find someone to perhaps take up payments on the vehicle? That's that, I'm selling it three thousand dollars cheaper than I owe on it right now. Ah, that's true. That's true. I'm trying to give it away. Hey, you could do a scenario, a redneck scenario, where they just slipped you, you know, 500 bucks a month, and you let them borrow your truck. <laughs> you yeah, could be like see, a. But see what happens in that situation. What happens? They run with it. And now I have a truck. I got well, a repo, and they fuck the truck up, and I can't even resell it after wait, the. Well, I wouldn't give it to anybody who's going to run with it. That's seems extreme. If someone watching the show wanted to buy your truck, what would be their first step? I mean, you probably don't want to give out your cell phone number. Send me a message on YouTube. Will you catch it? Yeah, I'll catch it. I'll check them every day. There you go. Send mes- send I mean, me don't be, if you're going to send a message, please be serious because I might get ill with you because I've had 20 people joyride it. At least now, I will say this. I will not get ill with you if you message me on Facebook or on my fan page. I'll respond almost every single time. I love reading those. I was saying, like, I had a guy that said he was in Fort Bragg, and he, and you know, like he, he came into it like on cold feet, like he wanted a truck, but he didn't know if he really could afford a truck. He's like, I really want to spend like twenty eight thousand. I'm like, well, you don't want a brand new truck. What you want is this a hundred thousand mile truck on his third owner. This is where you're at. 
That seems pretty harsh for 28. You're telling him all I can get is a piece of shit for 28. That's you about what you want to say owner right duster Wait, for 28 grand. My my Tacoma's probably sell for six and a half. And it's <laughs> yeah, the man. best truck on the podcast. <laughs> I don't understand. But I'm dead serious. Around here, a uh, truck with 100,000 miles on it will sell for about 25, 26. And a really nice one like an XLT or like. I mean, like a LTZ. I'm sorry, not XLT. LTZ or like a, um, a, a Denali. They'll be twenty eight, twenty nine ballpark. I don't know, Wings. You've seen my truck, right? Yeah. Now be serious. All jokes aside, do you think I could get six and a half for it? No. <laughs> How much do you think I could get for it? Like literally, like yeah. five. Toyota's 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 it's got really beat up body on it. Um, Twenty five $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2,
right. And you know, I did all this off the top of my head, but realistically, you're looking to get maybe three three thousand out of it. Thirty six hundred to forty nine hundred. Was that the range that Kyle gave? Yes. Yes. Thirty six to forty nine hundred. I don't know if I'm insulted that my truck is worth so little, like less than my camera. Or if I'm proud that my truck is worth something. <laughs> I know, right? It is, it is a tribute to my frugality. I, I, w- I want to go ahead and let's say and, be, and beat Woody's truck. How much is my Silverado worth, Kyle? All right, let me give me one second. O two, right? O two thousand two Chevrolet Silverado extended cab Z seventy one with the five three motor. Z seventy one with a five three motor. Truck value top. What's the good motor? Is it a six one? What's the big Chevy? The big Chevy in that year was a six liter. Six and liter, it, that's right. That, yeah. yeah. That six liter has a strong reputation. Yeah, and the, they got a six point two now. He did say extended cab. Mm-hmm. It's a six two is the new Chevy. LS or LT? It's a LT. That's the higher trim, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's got the heated uh, leather seats in it. Do you know? Seats. What a pansy. Do you know what what length the bed is? You know if it's a six six, eight one, or it's a it's a six it's a it's a six and a half foot bed. So whatever's close to six and a half feet. I got yeah. It's the five. It's the five three. It's the five three. Yes. Four by four. Four by four. My truck gotcha. is a manual transmission and it has cloth seats that slightly smell of gear oil. <laughs> That's a man's truck right there. I, I buy leather because I don't want leather to stink and I don't want to stink. Like holding into the cab. Kyle, Mileage. what did you call gear oil? Goop? Gear oil. Oh, dope. 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 We call it dope. Uh, what's the mileage on the Silverado? Uh, 123,000. I'm I, I kind of want to say it's in... Do we, would we say clean or outstanding condition? Um, I'll give them outstanding because it actually does take care of it pretty damn well. So clean is some normal wear, but no major mechanical or cosmetic problems may require limited reconditioning. Outstanding is exceptionally mechanic, um, exceptional mechanically, um, exterior and interior condition requires no reconditioning. Clean. Clean. I can't say that because I paid that one person to detail it, and they swirled the paint on the hood. So it's $5,700 uh, trade-in value, $6,400 private prop, uh, private party, and your dealer retail would be around $7,600, $7,700. You and your high-end trucks, Wings. It's a year older than yours, more miles. It costs more. <laughs> and it's not as good, which we've established on this show many times. How, how do you figure this? It has more pulling power, more horsepower, and more torque. It it's kind of funny. Even on the even on the, their own page, they used a picture of the wrong truck for the O2 Silverado. It's got the 2003 headlights on it. Did that happen on the Tacoma? <laughs> um, no, it was a no, perfect yeah. green Tacoma, yeah, actually. And, and, and that's one of the ways in which we measure goodness. <laughs> Agreed. 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 See, there it is. Half the point. Second. I second that. <laughs> Best truck on so now that we've we've meandered down Truck Talk Alley and it just got real bad there I for a while. Really excited for Truck Talk Alley. I, I don't know. I just like hearing about my truck and people saying his name. I get so happy. Oh, that's disturbing in a scary kind of way. Dude, let me tell you a story. I, I, Wings, if you kill people, would you take physical trophies? Do you think? Yes. What would you take? Ear. You, but I mean, you wouldn't literally take an ear. Like, like. It, 
you know, you got to keep something that you can hide, like Dexter's little vials of gla- of uh, blood take, or whatever. I would take an ear. I would, you know, petrify it, and then I'd put it on strings, and I'd put them in, in like, drawers. Would you ever, like, make a necklace and wear them? Yeah, that's, that's exactly where I went, too. I think you put them all on the same string, and you wear it in, like as a gangster-style necklace. I've done that before. Below your nipples. Oh, you've done that I mean, before. Have you Vietnam vet, Kyle? I didn't say they were human ears. Oh. I mean, I want ears because, one, you can't really tell who they're from for the most part. And, two, if somebody would find them in your house, just a bunch of shriveled-up ears, you could fake it off as, like, a novelty gag. And, three, I mean, like... You don't want to link DNA link back to you. I guess that goes with one. But you know who it is, and the ears are there, and you can wear them out in public, and most people would think you're joking. Wow. I walked into a hotel room one time in Houston, Texas, carrying a bag full of pig ears with my blood, with my pants completely soaked in blood. And um, it was a four. It was a five star hotel. I'm gonna be honest. There was you know there was a guy playing a grand piano in the lobby, and there was a five star restaurant. Right there next to it, and nobody really, nobody really thought that was weird, and that's what Texas is all about. <laughs> Soaked in blood. Literally walked in, like a like a grocery bag full of pig ears, like one of the plastic ones. You could see the blood at the bottom, and I took them upstairs, threw them in the hotel mini fridge, you know, for the next day. And I feel awkward wearing flip flops at a at a five star hotel. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good day. I wear my Guinness shirt. Don't give a shit. That was an interesting night. That's another Jeremy story. So Jeremy's a guy who works for me. And uh, and so I'm in my hotel room. It's it's pretty late at night. And uh, and my cousin and Jeremy, they, they come to my room because I've got a balcony and they wanted to smoke without having to go downstairs. So they smoke off my balcony and we all say goodnight and everything. And they go back to their room. I You know, I stay in mine. I, I finally get the lights turned out and the the phone rings. And it's not my cell phone. It's the room phone. And, you know, if, if you get a room phone phone call in a hotel, something's up. You know, you've parked wrong or somebody's been in your car or your credit card's bounced for some fucked up reason. So I'm worried immediately. And I'm like, hello? She's like, yes. Um, so there's a Jeremy Smith down here who's saying that uh, he's locked out of his room. And uh, he says he's in one of your rooms. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's in one of my rooms. It's, it's room 101 or whatever. He's in there. I was like, just give him a key. She's like, well, we can't do that. That's against hotel policy. We need you to come down. And I'm like, wait, do you think that I'm an imposter answering the phone, answering the phone in this room? She's like, I'm sorry, it's policy. You gotta come down. So I'm like, fuck, fine. So I get dressed. I'm pissed off. I, you know, I was about to go to sleep. Finally get down there, and like I said, this is a really classy hotel. The, you know, marble floors and stuff. It's one of the nicest hotels I've ever stayed in. It, it's, it looked like something out of Vegas. Anyway. I, I, I walk downstairs, come out of this hotel, this bank of elevators. They're all gold-plated. It's beautiful down here. The guy's still playing the piano, even though it's late at night. There's this black woman wearing, like, a businesswoman's suit, maybe 35 years old, very attractive, sitting at the desk, looking really awkward, like she's confused and she doesn't like what's going on. And then just in front of her, there's Jeremy, a guy who, you know, he's, he's a redneck. He wears his ball cap all the time, so his curly hair is kind of, like, matted. He does not have his hat. His hair is all over his head, all matted up and fucked I've up. I've never seen him without a hat, but carry on. It do, it's not a pretty sight. He's drunk, and I mean he's very drunk because I had taken, I had bought his drinks, and it was an expensive night. He is not wearing a shirt, and his tattoos, which are ridiculous, 
I mean, just ridiculous tattoos, you know, like rebel flags and all kinds of just crazy, just crazy shit. Lots of offensive tattoos. Nipple rings, which he is he is scratching with his fingernail. And nothing else but a pair of pink boxers with hearts on them. <laughs> and I have a choice. I can either turn around and walk the fuck back upstairs and forget this whole Jeremy guy, or I can admit to this very nice-looking lady that he's with me. (laughs) For about a second and a half, two and a half seconds, I was like, fuck him, I don't even know this guy. But then I was like, yeah, I can't do this, so I had to walk. I was like, yeah, that guy's with me. And he kind of sparked, and I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? (laughs) How did this happen? They had gotten locked out of their room, and even though the other guy was fully clothed, like pajama pants and a T-shirt, they played paper, rock, scissors to determine who would go downstairs for a key. And since this drunk, dumbass lost, he, he was willing to go downstairs and make a fool of himself in nothing but his underwear. It was the most, it was one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me. Ridiculous shit. Do we need a new topic? We do need a new topic. If your life was a video game, who would be the final boss? Or what would be? <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> um, I, I was immediately thinking what Wings of Redemption's final boss would be, though. What, what did you make it? The, the, um, either the Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> or the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> I might not be that creative. I, I pictured it as some difficult truck negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... it's, it's, it's his entire it's, life, and at the very end, there's this guy who's gun-shy about buying a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me wanting to beat his ass. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I don't know how you win this game. Do you convince him to sell a truck? I, I want to know how the hell you, you, you keep yourself from cussing people out, because I've done it three times this week. <laughs> I'm be like, well, fine. Fuck your ass in. Go get your ass a new truck. Hope you enjoyed his property taxes. Property taxes? <laughs> Wait, you scream at people who say they don't want to buy your truck? <laughs> no, I want to. Like, oh. especially ones that want to jerk you along the entire time. Like, you know how bad it feels to be jerked along a week. Yes. Like, yeah, dude. Jerked along a week. No, no, I'm telling you, selling cars is one of the most. It, it will make you hate people because they always lie. And if you've ever been to a car dealership, the first thing you did when someone asked you a question was lie. And you know you did because they asked you a question that you didn't want to tell the truth to. You just wanted to be left alone and look at the cars because you wanted to see what the new ones look like. But when they asked you you know, what you were doing, you just said you were just looking, but really you want to buy one. You just wanted to leave you alone, though. You lie immediately, and they're lying, too. I know. It fucking sucks. Like It's like, come on, do you... I, I went to the bank... I made all these fucking things. I'm talking to the, I'm talking to my my bank officials. I'm trying to get my loan son. I'm up where I swallowed my pride. Said, yeah, I can't pay for this truck. I'm trying to get rid of it. You know, all this to my bank, and the bank's looking at me, taking job information and shit down. When and then you pull out. When did the new Silverados hit the lot? They were on the lot. Really? Yep. I can go drive one now. Yes, yeah. you can. I've been looking when, uh, at those things since they were just internet pictures. I've been. I've been reading rumor sites about those. News. I, I saw one the other day. You follow me on Twitter, Happy Woody. Uh, he he only follows T. Martin's mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a so, campaign on Twitter. Like, every time I pass one, I take a picture of it. You know what we're going to have to do? Oh, I can't say that. Never mind. 
I just want to go back to wings screaming at people I had that to don't want to buy a truck. Quickly. <laughs> that would have gotten messy if this were wings. It's fucking annoying, dude. Like you want to scream at people. But I just picture you as George Costanza trying to sell computers. And because you're screaming into the phone. You want to buy a computer? Why not? You're trying to have you. $4,000 under fair market value for this truck. Fine. Go to a dealership. Pay 40 fucking grand for a truck. Or you can buy mine for 33 with a seven-year warranty. That's a seven-year warranty? That is an awesome deal. With a seven-year warranty? If you're thinking about buying this truck, shoot Wings of Redemption a message on YouTube. I got a a Ford ESP plan backed by the Ford Motor Company that is just like the standard 336. It's no bullshits, no deductibles. Ford guarantees this truck will work like the day came off the factory line to 75,000 miles or seven years. And no joke. Wings of Redemption, we've said it on this show a hundred times. If you're a longtime fan, you know we're telling the truth. Wings maintains his stuff. The carpets in his house are nice. The couches look like they're brand new. His other truck, the the burgundy one, looks like it's brand It's clean inside. Wings smells good. Wings maintains his things. My stuff, it gets worked, right? Unless, you know, if, unless you're a PlayStation controller. If, <laughs> yeah, if you want a used computer from Woody, that shit has seen some shit. Like, I, I, I use, I use anything from me. It, it, uh, don't even ask what those stains are. It, it's... Oh, dear God. Yeah. I, <laughs> but, but if you buy something from Wings, that stuff looks like the dealer selling it. It just exists in that, that pristine condition all the time. If you, if you want to track, let, reach out to them. But don't jerk them around. I'll curse you out. And I mean, like, guy, if, you, if you really want to... You can give me thirty four, and I'll take the other thousand to ship it to you. Out of that thirty four, uh, he doesn't have to do that. Well, somebody—I'm sure somebody would be willing to make a road trip out of it with Wings of Redemption. Road yeah. trip of redemption. Wings yeah, you might be in a Wings of Redemption video. When yeah. you buy the truck, you get the bonus of if being a Wings of Redemption. Could you get a gangster grandma's signature included in that? <laughs> I got. I can have gangster grandma go on the test drive with you. <laughs> That's that, that would kind of be cool. That would kind of be cool. Somebody picks, I, I'm sure she might try to sell you some drugs. She might try to sell you some drugs. You have to sign a waiver. You have to sign a waiver immediately. If you're interested, we can get a little codeine in the glove compartment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not selling drugs. They just happen to be in the truck I sold. <laughs> we can hook you up. Uh, lefty. If your hmm. life was a video game, what or who would be the boss character? The Pope. The Pope. The Pope. And, and, and what do you do to the Pope? Do you shoot fireballs at him? Uh, hmm. I don't know. This Pope actually seems kind of cool. I was kind of hoping the other Pope would stay around for a while. Pope Benedict. Uh huh. Wherever he is, you go find, you go find Pope Benedict. And you, you just absolutely you massacre him and you make him suffer and burn and scream and cry. All right. That's what you do to Pope, former, you know, Pope Emeritus. Wait. I like that new Pope. He's a good guy. Yeah, I, the new Pope is what I wanted the last Pope to be. Yeah, new, yeah, new Pope and not, and not, and not a guy that he he didn't cover up child diddling. Yeah, and yeah. new Pope does new Pope doesn't care if you're gay. Oh, it's either it's either it's either the Pope Emeritus, Pope Benedict, or Joe Paterno. Has has the new Pope come out with a stance on contraception? No, no, he hasn't said anything about that. Though he did. You know, they said today he called like a gay cardinal or something and reassured him or something like that. So he's he's, he's so far he's been pretty lenient about that. Hmm. 
Well, once he gets when he gets a contraception in Africa thing, I'll be like, okay, Pope, good for you. You can go on poping, whatever you do. <laughs> I don't know if we need contraception in Africa. They all seem to be dying out so fast. <laughs> That's awful. That is absolutely awful. Wow. Holy shit. This is bad we use left so we can be racist. There's nothing racist about that at all. Right. Yeah, it's, that it's only factual. No, children being born with HIV. <laughs> That, that's, not, that's not racist. That's just awful. Yeah, it's it's off color. A little bit, I guess. Uh, uh. Yeah, he's not. He's geography. It's just that continent. <laughs> they they struggle. Yeah, but they've got they've got. I, I saw on Reddit. I didn't what read co- the the article, but there's like a some kind of uh, HIV vaccine they're working on, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy who's like uh, working on it didn't uh, ask me anything on Reddit today. I didn't read it, but. Um, I would ask him the first question. How much would it take you to sell out the big pharmaceutical? Um, I don't care. I mean, is there anyone here who? I mean, if you're if you're an active sexual, you know, adult, I, I would pay a lot for for that to like not have that like weighing on your mind anymore. That that's yeah. Some but here's the thing, though, the vaccine, weird possibility. If it can give you, it can also give you HIV because it's not a cure; it's a vaccine, and vaccines don't always work the way they should. I'm not gonna be first in line, Lefty. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of Wings of Redemption to show up for their shots before I actually show I, I up. Wanna, I wanna, first of all, I want to state Why do you I think I'd be the first person to try? Not you in particular. Wings and Woody's and Joe's and John's. What Lefty said about vaccines is wrong for a lot of vaccines. A lot, a lot of them are a dead version of the virus that your body works just fine with. Oh, okay. And there's no... like So the way the vaccine typically works is like you gave your body like a taste of the disease... It creates the, the natural immunity for it, and the antibodies. The antibodies for it, and and then you're free, you're invulnerable from that disease. You're protected from it. Like Superman. And, and like a lot of these flu vaccines, for example, they'll give you dead cold virus, so it can't give you a cold. And but your body produces the antibodies that it needs to protect yourself from the live flu virus. Like that, that's what happens a lot. So. I didn't want some, like, national rush of vaccines give me AIDS. <laughs> now, I don't know about this vaccine. I have no expertise in it. But ask the question. What, be advised that a lot of vaccines are really safe. What if two years from now everybody looks back on this and was like, he knew it. Lefty knew it would give us all AIDS. And that's what he got. <laughs> Where can we get that Woody? I was just talking from a sense of not the, you know, vaccination is a, you know, I'm 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 bored. Vaccination is the thing. I'm not. Uh, who's that ex porn star or whatever? You're thinking not of a porn star, but of oh Jenny McCarthy. I guess she's kind of a porn star. She did Playboy. Uh, yeah, but Jim Carrey's wife claims that these uh, vaccinate certain vaccinations, I suppose, cause Down syndrome. Is that correct? No, she thinks autism. I think autism. Okay. If okay. I'm right, she used to claim that certain vaccinations cause autism, and she backed off from that assertion. I don't think she backed but off from it. My point was more that there there are some cases where the vaccination like gets you sick with what it's supposed to vac you know vaccinate is that right I don't know protect you from maybe there are but you're gambling with H- you're you're not gambling with influenza you're gambling with HIV it's just what's the risk of it's like you know when you play Russian roulette people always play Russian roulette probability games like well you got a one in six chance of dying it's like well yeah but 
what happens at one time you lose Russian roulette? It's boop, over. Yep. That's you're, it's you're, just. You're, you're saying the same thing about right. Polish prostitutes. Because you and I play, we play until one's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood that game. People who are there, people who like actually every now and then break out the old six shooter and have a game. Like, is that a thing? I know at the end, I mean, spoiler alert, at the end of <laughs> the Black Ops 1 campaign, that was a, like a, that you know, campaign, man? You know they that, ripped that off, right? Oh, did, they did? I don't know. The whole, the whole Russian roulette thing is stolen uh-huh. from the Deer Hunter. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the Deer Hunter, is, the, the, there's a scene in the Deer Hunter where um, these American soldiers are being held in this sort of under, there's a cage that's in the water. And they're in it. So they're kind of chest deep in water in, like, the garbage disposal of, like, a hut that's on the that's on the water. And so the bad guys are above them in the hut, and they're down chest deep in water beneath it. And they're stuck down there. It's like a cage. And every now and then, they get a couple of Americans up, sit them at a table at gunpoint, put a revolver on the table, and make them play Russian roulette. So at the uh, at the end, or toward the end, you know, the big moment, they, the, the guys get crazy with it, and they they tell their their captors that they want to play with like three bullets or something or four bullets, and they're they're like, oh yeah, that's a crazy game you want to play. This guy's hardcore, so they put three bullets in the gun, and they still have to snap it on their heads at least once, so they know that it's a, a halfway effective weapon, so they can start their, uh, you know, their their breakout, and it it's it gets good from there. Ooh. Okay. The Deer Hunter. Is it on Netflix? Talking about Deer Hunter. I don't know. Four hours long. It's a very long movie, and it's slow, and the pace changes a lot. So Deer Hunter, last I checked, was on YouTube. You know, sometimes you're in Vietnam, and then you're back in, like, I don't know, what I think it may be the northeast, uh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, somewhere up there. It seemed like it's where it was based, and, you know, it's, it's a weird movie. Mm. Wings, did we do your boss character for life? Oh, yeah, I thought y'all were going to pick the truck guy. My boss character for life? Peter Popoff. Uh, Who's that? I can't... I know the name. He was the preacher that is a televangelist that would make people stand up out of wheelchairs and stuff. Oh, okay. He's the guy. See, I thought it would be someone who was your personal life challenge. I don't have a personal life challenge. The biggest person I have to defeat is myself. What an ultimate twist to the game, then, Wings. You beat your own you character. Fighting yourself. My I mean, boss character. It had to be a doppelganger if you wanted to do my own That's personal right. life. I could see you both like in a in a Street Fighter face off with a mag light in your hands, like ready, fight. <laughs> but one of you <laughs> is wearing a different colored T-shirt, just so you could tell right. which one's which. I'd have some bull ride choke moves, like I'd fart and like the gas would like stun him. <laughs> and then you one has hair and You'd like squeeze your cyst and spray him with acid. Like, I actually thought about moves. Like me and Woody were gonna do like a. Like a YouTube uh, Ultimate Fighter. My eyes, my eyes. <laughs> Kyle, who's your boss character? It would be it would be IRS man. It would just be like it would just be like a it, he would look like the mysterious stranger from Fallout New Vegas, and he would just be from the IRS. It would be that guy. But I got good news today. It looks like my taxes are not going to be that bad this year. Nice. <laughs> so um, instead of paying for like. What are those? One of those javelin missiles and like eight M16s this year. I'm only paying for like a handful of grenades and some claymores. <laughs> Good stuff. Lefty, your boss character for life. I said I said either the Pope or Joe Paterno. That's right. That's right. 
so now it's on me. I don't know who it would be. Maybe some YouTube comment hater with a bunch of, like, fucknards swarming around as, like, you know, like, they do, like, he drops an egg and 16 fucknards come and dislike my videos. Like, oh, that sounds like well, the bad guy from Sonic the Hedgehog. Up, they'll be into it. Yeah, yeah. Like the Professor guy. Robotnik? Is that who he is? I can see that. Yeah, something along I think it's pro- I think he's Professor Robotnik. He's that. He's like, he's got, like, red hair and it's, like, yeah, yeah, that it's crazy mustache and it's always egg-related. God, now Which, I can only think of the robot, the music that plays when you fight him at the end. <laughs> Which time? Level. You kick that guy's ass like 30 times. I never. I don't even think I ever beat Sonic. I don't think I ever did either. Not the not the you Genesis. See, not that Genesis game. So I had this problem growing up, and when I hear kids, when I see Reddit posts and people talking about beating games when they're growing up, like the Mario Brothers games and the Sonic the Hedgehog games and stuff like that, I can't relate to that. Because at my house, the console got shut down like at the end of the day. Like, mm-hmm. the, your parents didn't care that you were on a, a one-man mission to save a princess. <laughs> it was lights out, and that thing wasn't going to be on all night. So I never beat any of these games. I just went on. I went as deep as I could reach in one, maybe two days, and then that shit got shut off. So the first, like, 20 levels of, of, of like, Super Mario Brothers got it down. After that, I don't know what the fuck happens. <laughs> I never made it to that part. So I've never beaten any of those games. I've just gotten really far into them, as far as you can get in a one-day play session before your mom shuts your Nintendo down and ruins your fucking life. Yeah, early on when I was playing Resident Evil, I, I was never able to beat it, like the, the first one on PlayStation. Um, but later on, a friend uh, a friend of mine was like really... He was like Wings. He was like my version of Wings. He was like, I have to win every single game all the time. And, and he showed me how to beat it, but... I had never beaten it myself personally, and that's why one time... What, Wings, when did you do that Resident Evil Let's Play? Do you remember that? Was uh, like that two was years ago? two and a half years ago. I remember watching that. Like I waited. I camped my sub box every day wanting to watch that, because I'm like, oh, I remember this part. I was like, oh, I would get this far, and then I would you know, I would screw this up or that, and oh, yeah, you know, got to... F- well, I've actually wanted to do that again, because I didn't feel like that Let's Play was my, my best effort. I'd watch it again. But what I was thinking is, I think there's a whole new generation of gamers now who who don't understand that game systems didn't used to have a save option where you could stop and shut down your console and come back months later and, you know, get back to action. It wasn't like that. You, if, if the power went out or somebody tripped over the cord, I mean, a game like uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, I don't know how long it takes to beat it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was 15 hours or something. Or when you first get a PlayStation or a PlayStation 2 and you didn't have enough money to get a memory card along with it. Oh, I remember that. And so you're like, damn it. Like, Do I want to wait to play this game until I get a memory card or am I going to try to beat this thing in one sitting? And I, when I finally got my own personal consoles, I you know I could leave it on all night if required. Like if it was, I think the Sega Saturn, I don't, know, I don't remember if you could save. I guess you could save. Um, but I would. I, I've always, since then and to this day, I just leave consoles constantly on. They're always running. That way, if I want to play Fallout, I don't have to go through a lot of stuff. I just pick up the Xbox controller and I press the input button on my TV, and it's just there waiting. I don't give a shit about electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I went to my girlfriend's house the other day and I set up. Uh, I, I kind of invaded her office at her house and, and brought, like, an entire gaming setup, including a TV, and, uh, and like, you know, two laptops, a TV, 
um, like Xbox, Elgato, big big ass microphone rig, the whole thing. And she's just like, "Holy shit, my microphone's gonna be off! Just ridiculous!" And I'm like, "Nah, there's no way." But now that I think about it, I think her power bill normally is like thirty dollars a month. So I think I might have fucked her power bill up this week. <laughs> Just give her like a four. Just give her two twenty dollar bills. Like here you go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be like that. I think it's gonna be like a seventy or eighty dollar. Get me no more fucked up than my power bill. Wow. Oh yeah, you've got really bad uh, something going on over there. How much is it? It's like it was five fifty last month. Yeah, dude, that's extreme. And like it's usually two ninety, two two eighty to two ninety. That's what it's been for the last five years. All right, man. You know what you're gonna have to do, right? What? So the reason you're so, do you have gas hot water or electric? I have a uh, electric hot water heater. Yeah, that's your problem. It's the it's it's two things. It's people leaving lights on, and it's the hot water. And I bet running your dryer and stuff too with all the people you got there. That's I've been cutting my I've been cutting my computer off recently. Like I've been leaving it on because El Monitor over there. That thing. <laughs> it um. It was pretty much what kept keeping alive by electricity going through the conductors in it. I was keeping it alive, so I, I couldn't shut the computer off if I didn't want to keep that monitor. So I knew as soon as I cut it off, it was just it just wouldn't power back up. Hmm. But um, I've been cutting the computer off. I'm hoping the sounds like he hot wired a computer monitor. No, <laughs> like what it is when I was stealing this out it's of an old by. HP monitor, and like it did it once before, like it would blink. When after the computer went off, so the, it, they'd be blinking light. I lit the blinking light up, and it's like a, a code for the conductors inside the monitor itself to fail. But after it cools down for a while and it's off the juice, it'll fire back up. And I knew that I didn't want to go through that period of letting it cool down every day, so I just kept the computer on. Do we need to do topic? Eloquent solution. Yes. Let's start with wings. What are you pretending not to know about yourself? That I'm going to die at age 35. What's going to kill you? Bad habits, stress, eating bad patterns, heart attack. That's a good one. Lefty, what are you pretending not to know about yourself? Uh... Hmm. I don't know. I don't think about that. Like something that is off in the distance. I know that I that I just don't want to think about. The truth that you're in denial about. In denial. Well, a lot of times people just be talking about. You know, just how attractive I am in my presence, and I'm just like, no, no, don't say that. And I'm just, but it, at, at, at heart, I know I'm lying. I, I know I'm just really attractive. So <laughs> that's that's my lie. Oh, you know what it is? My car is probably going to need some some kind of uh, work done to it that I just don't want to. I I I have been putting off buying. I've been pretending like I don't need to buy uh, tires for my Camaro for like six weeks. Your stuff sucks. <laughs> I got it. Dude, those tires are crazy expensive. They're like 200 bucks a piece or something. More, I think. 
This is, Kyle, I've been putting on buying tires for five years on the Silverado. It works great. Oh my god, that, like, the wires aren't <laughs> showing or anything, but like it's it's plain to see. Uh, that I need well, when tires. you buy be a Goodrich tires, they're ten layers thick, so the dry rot doesn't mean shit on the surface. Well, I'm not gonna get dry rot or anything, but I'm, you know, it's a sports car, so it's the tires are really really expensive. That's, that's for burning out and stuff. Lefty, what, what what's wrong with your car? Uh, there's uh there's fluid um that's leaking out of out of the bottom. I don't I don't know what it what is exactly. What color is it? Uh, I I don't know. I haven't uh, I haven't placed anything. We need to, to know what color the fluid I is. Know, I well, I know that. But is it I, black? Is it red? It, is it green? What does it smell like? Do you, can you give me an example of the? Did smell? it taste sweet? <laughs> when you rub it, <laughs> what am I like? Nipples, a, am I like a Native burn. American tracker? Am I like? Yeah, uh, I mean, no, 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 Turn the car on. Does it? Does it? Act, is there kind of different colors? Smoke coming out the back? Not that I've noticed. No. If it tastes okay, really good, good it's either it's antifreeze or battery acid. If, um, <laughs> <laughs> if it's red, it's automatic transmission fluid. And if it's like brown or black, it's oil. Yeah, I just I don't know. And the the gas mileage on it, I can't tell if it's because I've been doing a lot of city driving lately and not highway. The gas mileage is going uh, it's around seventy five thousand. I want to say. You don't have any deeper lies that you tell yourself that your car needs repair. Well, there's the, the death is the obvious one. I mean, but that I figured somebody. What else year is it? Oh uh, one. All right, we'll talk about cars. It's a 01, 75,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. Do you have a cooling problem? Like, do you ever have a cooling light come on? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. I love diving. Mean, it's a new topic. All right, just stop right <laughs> fucking now. This is so stupid what we're we'll, talking We'll talk about. later. He's like, he's like, does it have a cooling We'll talk later. <laughs> Here, here's what's really simple. I'm gonna go tomorrow and check the fluid levels, and that's it. That'll be the end of it. That will tell me what fluid is low. That's not good enough. I need you. All right, so this is gonna be hard. Kyle, I will tell you. I will text you and tell you what it was if this is gonna bother you, so you can know if that. You you want to do something, wings or lefty? I'll tell you what to do. Hmm. Put your finger in the fluid, get it off the ground, and take a cell phone picture of the fluid on your index finger. And anyone on this call, but you will be able to identify the problem. That's not good enough. How, what what makes you assume down. that I can't identify the problem? I just haven't applied myself yet. I can tell. If my, I can tell if a hub's going. No, you guys know. You guys know more about cars than I do. I'm not even going to pretend that. All right, new time. What about you, Woody? What about you? Oh, I, I didn't know I was getting an opportunity. Um, I thought we were going to car talk. And, um, what was it? What do I no, I meant, what do you think is wrong with my car? I'm oh, just kidding. Forget your fucking car. What do you, what, what's a lie you tell yourself? Jesus. <laughs> the people don't hate me. I'll do it. That's the one. You know, like, I I like to think, well, everybody gets DDoS, but no one gets it at the level that I do. I like to think, eh, everyone has videos with dislikes, but no one has campaigns of haters like I do, right? Like, there's other YouTubers who make it their mission to attack me. And I don't know why. Like, the real me, I'm actually a really moral guy. I'm extremely hardworking. I'm a good friend to have. Yet, like, I don't know why. Like, I get a tremendous amount of hate. You know, I put Minecraft on my channel lately. People are furious. But when CNATers did it, when Syndicate did it, when lots of other people did it, Captain Sparkles made a switch from COD to, to Minecraft. They didn't get the kind of negative backlash that I did. People fucking hate me. And I don't know why. Like, I, everything I do is walking on eggshells. If somebody said, 
you know, whatever, I like Obama. And they wouldn't get any heat for it at all. If I said it, it would be, people would furiously attack me for making even the smallest thing that they disagree with. They, it's like they're searching for reasons to hate me. And I like to think everybody gets that, but nobody gets it like me, and I don't know why. Two things that I think. One, um, and I want to get to talking about constructive criticism. That's the second part. Because I know somebody's going to say it in the comments if they haven't typed it already. Um, one thing I think is one, after I, I've been watching your channel for a long time, and when you would talk about things outside of Call of Duty, outside of tips and tricks, like you would do commentaries about you know, tech stuff, or, and you I remember a Modern Warfare 3 commentary, you talked about Google and how Google's approach as a company may not be good for, uh, I believe it was Google Plus was starting out and the whole social network thing. And, um, and I think what some people, when you, for lack of a better term or phrase, assert yourself as an intellectual of some kind, as somebody that knows a thing or two or has a reason to be listened to about things that they want to say and opinions that they have, when you do that, people, especially, well, if you're, you know, if you're a Call of Duty channel, you're appealing mm -hmm. to kind of a younger audience and, and a more childish mindset. And, an angry you know, audience. There's an angry audience. No and stuff. more pissed off than COD players. And you may not want to admit it, people watching this video, but you know, look at the look at the YouTube comments. Young and and angry, and you know, they don't they feel like it's a challenge. Like you are, it's it's very it's kind of animalistic. Like it's a it's you're challenging them, and they can't allow themselves to think that maybe yes, they should listen to you about this or that. That's not all people. Not all people that have a negative thing to say. Not all people that disagree are thinking that. But I think it's a it's a larger, a, a more significant percentage of dissent than we would like to admit is people being like, ooh, this guy thinks he knows a thing or two. Well, I know a thing or two, and I know it better than him. But just because he's got a lot of subs and blah, 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 because once you start looking into these people, you find they upload videos or they try to upload videos and all this stuff, and it's just, it's it's like that. And constructive criticism, being a dick is not constructive criticism. Saying, I don't like this, or this sucks, or this shit is boring, or blah, 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 all those kinds of things, not constructive criticism. Stop saying that. PK subreddit, entitled Biatches. Stop it. It's not constructive. It's just not. And also, if you're fans of this or that, you're fans of Woody, you're fans of PKA, why would you err on the side of being disrespectful and blunt in your criticism and not on the side of like, oh, I'm going to be respectful and try to try to couch, properly couch my criticism as being nice and being like, hey, here's my opinion, here's what I think about this. But no, they just they just bitch and complain and whine and they try to rationalize it in this bullshit constructive criticism. It's not saying, I don't like this. I think your content sucks is not constructive criticism. Stop it. I'm sick of it. That's enough. Rant over. Yeah, I've pretty much left that subreddit. I've stopped by maybe twice in the last week, uh, which I used to be there every day. I used to, be, I used to visit ten times a day. And, I still um, like you guys. I stalk you. Yeah, it's not a friendly <laughs> environment for me. And, you know, they're just all... You know what? They're not Team Gamertag. They're not, like, on my side. Now, I'm sure a lot of them are going to say, oh, I am on your side. I'm just trying to get you to change to the way I want you to be. And 
whatever. You know, it's really hard to read that subreddit. I take more negative feedback on a daily basis than most people get in a year. I swear that's true. Um, you do. And, yeah, that, and, and those of you on the subreddit who are, who are being like this to Woody, it's, it's not cool. I'm gone. Fuck your subreddit. I'm out of there. Um, yeah, and they're like, oh, my God, the mods are censoring all the hate against Woody. We should have free speech. You know what? I was fine with what the mods were, do- were doing. I really was. You guys, it wasn't like the, the feedback is never phrased in a way that makes me feel like you're on my side. So I don't pay attention to it. You know? And that's the ultimate bullshit of it is if – some constructive criticism is blunt, and people that are criticized, even constructively, may not like hearing it. And that's fine. There is constructive criticism that is abrasive. And okay, but if you're going to turn around and say, no, we're just fans, we just really like this, and this just isn't limited to the PKI subreddit. This is synergistic synergism-like comments. Big words. Big words, yeah. Um, in In the YouTube community, in the comments and stuff, if you're going to say that you're a fan and that you like this person, not just Woody, anybody else, if you see it around, oh, well, I'm a fan, but your content fucking sucks. If you're a fan and you're going to try to say that you're giving constructive criticism, if you have to err on either being abrupt and possibly disrespectful, sometimes blatantly disrespectful, or being completely respectful maybe even to the point of not getting your message across 100% effectively, if you're a fan and you love this or that, why aren't you erring to that side? Why? It's yeah. not except you're not a fan. You're just a jackass who's trying to rationalize your bitching. Way beyond the PKA subreddit, right? So, like, five YouTubers have started Minecraft servers after I did. Mm-hmm. Mine is being attacked constantly. Now, mostly our DDoS protection handled it. There was one who was on the same in the same data center as mine. And by the way, I've already contacted the federal authorities. They have their cease and desist letter. They stopped. But I'm not done till you go to jail, because fuck you. You know, you don't get the fucking takedown Woodycraft because you're upset that it just got bigger than you. Fuck you. That's Woodycraft is the best fucking thing I can do, right? I work on it 18 hours a day, sometimes 20. Ever work 20 hours a day? I bet a lot of people listening to this have never pulled a 20-hour day. I have. I've pulled a couple of them in the last month. This thing I work so hard and I want it to be so great. I am striving for excellence and nothing else is good enough. And then I've got guys like on the same data center able to get around our DDoS protection because they're not coming in from the external network and uh, you're going to jail. But the other YouTubers aren't having this that, that are running uh, Minecraft stuff. The um, you know my videos get disliked all the time lately. You know, and, and like I've been giving them what they they didn't want Minecraft. I gave them COD. They didn't want COD. I gave them Explosion Man. Like I gave them whatever, and they're unpleasable. And um, the the other common haters, right? That the, the, there's a lot of hand, like it was like a little bucket of like fat older balding commentators who um you know who attack me all the time. And they're not attacking other people, and I'm not talking about like well, not right now I am, but you know I typically I don't give them any attention whatsoever. Yet they're there attacking me, and so if there's a secret that I'm pretending not to know about me, it's like I'm actually quite a good guy, but there must be some reason that I get viewed in a harsher light than it seems like everybody else does. And I don't want to hear. I, it can't just be don't respond to it, right? Because that's that's the cliche answer. But that's what I normally do. You know, you don't see me responding to this stuff, making video. I bet it's been yeah. a year since I've responded to a hater. 
But it's, I, is that it? It's, it can't. It, maybe it is that simple. I don't know. I think it's maybe a good it policy. Um, you know, everyone. Sinai's is the shining example of a guy who's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like five years have gone by and he's not acknowledged a single negative comment. You're wasting your time if you leave one there. And and here I am, I, I guess perhaps making that mistake. But the question was, what am I pretending not to know about yourself? For some reason, a lot of people don't like me. And if you knew me, you would. You know, if you knew me, you'd find me to be quite a loyal friend, quite an honest guy, a man who's true to his word. Um, There's my secret. Very true. All those things are true. Woody's Woody's a great guy. Yeah, when that check clears, I'm Woody's best friend. (laughs) And I saw on the subreddit that some of you thought that it could be possible that Woody was actually my father and that we had recently discovered it. And that's why we were hanging around with, with each other so much. And that is true. But Woody, 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 Woody made love to my mother when he was only 13 years old, if you do the math. So that is impressive. I'm quite the baller. Thanks, Dan. Big Woody had a new loaded gun, and he decided to use it. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, at 13, my gun wasn't loaded at all. <laughs> it just wasn't. That's a bit of a late bloomer. That shit fired blanks at that. That's literally what the next comment on, on the subreddit was. Somebody was like, he'd have to be 13, and he was a late bloomer. No way. <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, that guy's a fan. He knows the, the, the canon. All right. A new topic? Who else has one? Uh, the NFL settled their concussion case. Ooh, sports. Oh, mm-hmm. what, what do we have to say about that? What do we know? Well, the NFL uh, was being sued by a collection of former players about um, their about possible liability for medical expenses incurred and, and even uh, uh, damages um, incurred by these former players, by the NFL, knowing that um, playing NFL football and um, having concussions, repeated concussions, was very, very, very detrimental to your health. Not just the cliche, oh, yeah, he's a football player, he's old, but scientific evidence, specific data that said if you receive concussions, you are this this much more likely to be um, you know, to have early onset dementia, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, and all these other bad things that happen to you after repeated brain injuries, and sci- people that science that that says um, that football, NFL football, makes that happen is more likely for that to happen, and that the NFL tried to cover it up, and the NFL reached a seven hundred and fifty million dollar settlement. With this group of forty-eight hundred players, I want to say. Ooh. Someone do the math. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. I think it's like a hundred and something grand. I did the I did the math, but I forgot it. Can, can you help me with the numbers again? All right. So seven hundred and fifty million. Oh, hold on, my numbers aren't punching in. Let's call it forty-eight hundred players. Is my number? And that. See, co- I- that comes out to $156,250 per player or thereabouts. However, two things. Number one, that hundred that $750 million is paid out over 20 years, and um, the NFL does not have to admit liability, which means uh, this, their settlement is not an admission of liability, which means they are not opening themselves up to being sued by every NFL football player that has uh, – 
concussion-like syndrome. You see, so I I think I'm on their side here. I think... I mean, they they signed up for a violent sport. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, nobody thinks that football is safe, especially at a professional level. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to know that there's going to be head injuries. I talked to Joe about this, actually. Joe Lozon, the UFC fighter. And he's mm-hmm. not a football player, but I think UFC fighters have a similar kind of, you know... I wanted to ask him about that. You did? And, well, yeah, on the show, but it's kind of like a, you know, hey, how do you feel about maybe you'll go crazy later in life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like... Well, first of all, he listed his fights. And um, uh, I guess in his most recent one, he had some kind of concussion-type thing. And this was before that fight. And the Pettis one, he had a knockout. But mostly, he's like, you know, if you look at a lot of my fights, they're not wars. You know, he has a lot of first-round victories. That's why he gets so many bonuses. And and, um, he's like, you know, I just don't take a lot of head injury damage. He's like, but, you know, if I'm 5% slower after my career ends, I'm okay with that. You know, he's he's like, I'm more than 5%. How about the fact it only takes one good hit to the head to make you dumb? Uh, That's really uncommon, though, right? Yeah, I don't think that happens much. He had just... He had sort of calculated the odds and accepted that he would be 5% slower than the potential version of himself later. And much richer. <laughs> the, the idea being, right? I'm assuming and, that's and, the trade-off. Yeah. And not just richer, but living a life that he enjoys, right? Like, I, I think he actually likes training most of the time. You know, I think he enjoys being fit. Right? We'd all like to be Joe Lozon fit, right? I mean, who here doesn't want a six-pack? I don't care about a six-pack. I'd like to be able to buckle a, a seatbelt in my truck without a seatbelt extender. But you'd take a six-pack if it were on the menu. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't uphold that. I love pizza too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm have you, I love have beer, you guys, pizza. Oh, what man, you so want good. Is a rewiring. You want a rewiring that makes you enjoy exercise and eating right. And, and I don't know if I want that. I mean, like, a lot of people that exercise a lot, they have heart attacks, too. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the, the clip where Joe Rogan was getting um, uh, heckled by this woman while he was yeah. doing comedy, and he went off stage, and she called him fat? Yeah, and then he pulls his shirt up to about his nipples, and there's a And he is ripped. Back. Yeah. He, Joe Rogan, he's 50, right? He literally, he has a body type like the guys from uh, the movie 300. Like, he was that kind of ripped. Like, everything from chest to, like, belly button was all, like, like solid muscle and bone. Yeah, it's and funny. She, if, if you were to just look at his face, you might think he's a little bit chubby. But you see his neck down, and it's he's like mm-hmm. a shaved gorilla. I, I don't, I wouldn't say a shaved gorilla, just, just a gorilla. <laughs> well, uh, that man needs to, come on, Joe, shake your hands. <laughs> Oh my God, his hands! Yeah, yeah, Joe. Like, like it's it's, so, it's cool. For but a guy you know, that holds a mic here's the and thing. Yeah, for a living, <laughs> for a living, he has gorilla hands. Yeah, we. I, I've seen it a lot. It, you know, and it bothers me a little bit because I'm thinking to myself, you know, Joe knows he's got hairy knuckles. Why don't he shave those bad boys? Yeah, you know, just he's really going on stage. Bit. He's putting his hand right in front of his face. That's what we're looking at. There's we're looking like at your face, your hand, your face, your hand, your face, your hand. Mike, a, a face. It, it, and that hand is Neanderthal. Harry. Yeah. Yeah. But, that um, hand is ridiculous. How do we get on this topic? Oh, 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 we were talking about Joe. He, uh, <laughs> I, the other thing is not just that he makes more money than regular people do. He lives a lifestyle he really enjoys. And that's one of my favorite things about, like, this phase of my life. You know, like, right now I'm doing the, the Minecraft thing a lot. Colin sits in this chair right here. 
when I'm putting my feet on. You can hardly see that it's a chair, but this is the back. And um, and he plays Minecraft next to me while I typically do you know, some sort of admin function. And we're together all the time. I bonded with my own father because he was like a workaholic kind of guy when I started working in his office and it improved our relationship and I see it happening with me and my son like it's awesome to, to, to sit here and be next to him all day long and spend more time with him and uh, Colin you know if, if, if I'm to admit it to myself is probably more close to Jackie than me right not to say he's not close to me but um, now you'd have a much harder time picking a winner he loves spending his time with me and he, he looks forward to it all day um off topic. Last night we played survival games, and Colin like legit made it into the top two, and the other guy was a friend of mine, and he kind of did the honorable thing, and, and Colin won. He's still talking about that. You know, he went to bed excited, he woke up happy about it, and and he's just jibber jabbering about how he won survival <laughs> games last night. Uh, thank you, Mark, if you catch this. And um, uh, you know, so that, like I love my current lifestyle, and, and and circling this back to Joe, he loves his. He's. I'm in a Facebook group that Joe set up called Work is for Suckers, and I'm so proud to be a member. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, 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 not that I don't work, but I don't traditionally work, and I'm so like honored. I don't know. Honored why someone else gave it to me. Fortunate, happy to be here. Uh, it's just awesome. Hope you can help the ball club. you got to play one game at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow... I, I don't know if the universe chose Long me. Long season. It's a marathon, know. not a sprint. If the universe chose me to be able to work from home and spend time with my family and do all this, or if I earned it, or somewhere, you know, a piece of both, but I'm so thankful that this is my gig. Play Minecraft next to Colin. And, you know, it, I, I think Joe has a, a touch of that in himself. He's I'm thankful not. that that's his gig, UFC fighter. I'm happy. I'm happy with my decisions, too. Like, you know, a lot of people say, like, I'm going through a rough time and shit, like, I'm monetarily, but I wouldn't trade this for anything in the world. Because, like, this job right here gave me a way to be a part of the working community longer than I thought I was going to be able to. Because the jobs I was doing were going to kill me. That's all they were going to do. I was going to make money. I was going to make I was going to live paycheck to paycheck and I was going to be destroyed by the age of 40. And this allows me to do what I love and yeah. God damn we're an upbeat crew, aren't we? We've got to we've got to get things on a happier scale. It's this just been happy to me. This is happy. yeah. This, this is happy, happy dude. I mean like I I don't I, I don't think you can find very many people that appreciate the job I do more than me. I mean, I might, you know, I, I might be ignorant and I might, I might get mad at people, but it, I've done videos where I've cried talking about this job. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I don't cry because I'm a man. But wow! Shot fired. Wow! I cry. I, that's, that's I for the cry. show, Wings. I'm just teasing. I cry, I cry ten I, times a day. I, I cry all the time. I, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, I cry in a lot of movies. For um, victory. For victory. I cry at cartoon victories, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, anyway, yes, yeah, so Wings, don't get hurt. I'm just telling jokes. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm not worried about that. I mean, <laughs> like, I get choked up every time I think about what I get to do for a living. And, like, yeah, I'm, I'm having trouble with ideas right now. And, and yeah, people pound me and people hate and all this other stuff but at the end of the day I love what I do and like if 
if it frustrates me, it frustrates me because it looks like an end instead of an opening of another door. I'm telling you, you got to get that uh, thermometer on the wall behind you. Get that little gag going. That's going to be funny. You know what? On that thing, that was something that I saw that like was a, a swing in Wings today, right? Like I feel like Wings two months ago, we'd say, hey, dude, this is a great idea. You should do it. And you'd be like, ah, I don't know. Whiteboards are really difficult to hang on the wall. Today, it was, hey, do you guys, let's brainstorm together on how I can make my weekly weight loss series better than it is today. And we're like, yeah, I think you should, you know, put more in the first minute to, you know, to suck them in you know, and hook them. And, you know, you should have a visual and this and that. And, and you know, of course, we joke about the, the dog justice, you know, justice scale. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, I, I, I think... You really might get a whiteboard and draw the thermometer and, and have a visual. You know, I was actually going to get. I was actually looking at. I don't know how this is going to date me. It's going to date me. But in kindergarten, they had those big old pieces of paper that you kind of like folded over and had the lines on it. Yeah. Like yeah. Little, yeah. That's what I, I wanted. That. That's what I pictured too. A big paper one, like on on that on that poster board stuff. To me, that's the, exactly what I had. The mind. whiteboard was so that like like for example, he lost 0.8 pounds, right? You could draw the tiny little bottom on the thermometer. If you gain point eight pounds, you put your finger on it, you wipe. <laughs> no, that's gonna be the embarrassing part. Like if that happens, you know, like like doing it in like bootleg type ways, like like just like stapling some white construction paper over the red awesome. or something like that. A little whiteout, just draw white out. Like yeah, that's about a pound. That's about a pound of whiteout. I just yeah, but, oh, that, that whiteout would be entertaining too. But um, the, the difference between Wings today and Wings two months ago is you're like, hey, let's brainstorm on this. Let's execute on ideas on how I can modify the sorts of things I do now to make them better. And two months ago, it was, eh, you know, it's so much work to go on. You know what would be interesting, Wings? Here's a video. Here's a video, man. Okay. Every time you eat something or drink something, you take a, you take a picture of it. And then that you could play that like as a slideshow – as you talked about your 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 weekly weight loss, and you and you could pinpoint every time you made a mistake and every time you you didn't. That would be a good video. Yeah, and, and right there, you know what the wings of redemption would have said two months ago? Ah, that's a lot of pictures. I don't always <laughs> have a camera. You know, the first thing I thought about is like I really wouldn't want to take the pictures of me cheating because I'm probably going to cheat tonight. You gotta take those pictures because it's not about. Yeah. It's, look, it's mean, about like, it. You gotta take them because you know. Yeah, we, the truth is gonna show at the end of the week. You can't put and, four and rice so, cakes up and be like, "Damn, gained four pounds." <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> yeah, but like it, it, it becomes like an issue of like, ah, this is embarrassing. It's I think like, it'll help you face your problem because, yeah. dude, I, I heard you in your video. You're like, "Yeah, I slipped a little here and a little there," but you know, you slipped like five thousand calories. Yeah, I slipped, I slipped twice, and yet it didn't in 5,000 calories. It's more like 3,000. Well, 3,000 calories is about a pound. Yeah, and, like, I wasn't happy with the weight loss, but at least I lost weight even though it wasn't a solid pound. Next time. Yeah, and, I like, I won't, I don't know. Like, I figured 400 is the number I'm going for right now. The thing is, you can live on Big Macs and still lose weight. I like, you can. You can eat if you just eat three Big Macs a day and three medium French fries and two sweet teas, you'll still lose weight. 
that's more than I eat right now, and I, I'm, I can't wait. But it's not. You're eating more than that. That's why I suggest the pictures, because I've done this myself before, because I thought it'd be a cool, like, little video, not for weight loss or anything. I just thought it'd look cool to see what I was eating. Because I've seen this on YouTube when they take a picture of, like, their entire month's worth of food and families and stuff, and, uh, like, how it differs from country to country. But if you really stop and think, there's so many little snacks and, like, half meals that you have throughout the day that you just forget about. There's tens of thousands of calories that are getting swept under the rug here somewhere. All right, I'll do it. For, I'll do it next week. From All this right. day, next week and Wednesday, I'll have a slide for you, Kyle. I, I'm interested. I think it would be cool. And, and you know, I would do it just like um, like on my Apple TV. Like it plays, like you know, it plays all my pictures in a little slideshow. You know, one after another with a little, uh, you know, it's just cheesy, but it looks cool. Throw some music on that and do a commentary and be like, yeah, this week I lost you know two and a half pounds. That's not where I want to be, but that's still a lot better than last week. I think my main mistakes were. Having two bo- two two French fries this day and having eight cokes this day, yeah. I definitely got to cut the cokes down. You know, that'd be a good video. Videos aren't about your success. The videos are about your honesty and your struggles and and your wings. Yeah, Majority. but you, you know just as well as me that when you have those struggles, there's somebody there to jump on your back about them. I'm familiar with that. And you know what you got to do <laughs> immediately, wings on Twitter and shit. You got to block those people immediately. I do. Like I don't yeah. know if you noticed, my Twitter blowups are way down. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's kind of starting to bother me. <laughs> well, I a lot of it came a lot of it came when I got out of depression. Do you guys see my tweet my tweet today before the show? Yeah, I I got a little mad <laughs> before I clicked the link. I got a little bit mad. <laughs> I told everyone to cancel painkiller already in favor of a Minecraft live stream. <laughs> and then I was like, before you reply, watch this video that explains it. And in the video is thirty seconds. It ends with, "I'm just fucking with you." <laughs> I entertained myself. Uh, and you know there was that. a post immediately on the paint color already subreddit. They're all I was like, checking out. I gave less than sixty seconds, and it was up there. They're they all over it. And you knew the guy was the, the guy was creating the post as the video was playing, and then he's like, "Ah." Oh. I've been biting myself to, to repeat some of the trolls. There's like there's a certain YouTube commentator right now making fun of me, and I so want to make videos making fun of him back. No, don't let him start. Mm. I know. I, all I'll do is help him. It'll can you write his name himself. in the chat? Yes, I can. Let me see. Please be who I think it is. T. Martin. <laughs> what is he going to call your mama <laughs> I just want you to know it's not really deep. Woody have you seen anything out of his mother on Twitter about this <laughs> you'd be the one to know <laughs> the only one to know she's gotten a lot of followers since I started following her oh that's absurd uh, I wonder how I she feels about it people know this story so I'll tell it and fast forward but I used to follow no one and I got so much hate. What he's so arrogant. He's so conceited. He doesn't follow anyone. He think the truth. I, I just look at my connect. That's all I do. So in a way to shut up all the haters, I follow T Mart's mom, and now it's awesome. People are like, Woody, how come you only follow T Mart's mom? I said, Look, I checked out all the Twitter accounts, and I picked the best one. That's it. You know, if I'm not following you, you're not as good as T Mart's mom. That's it. But uh, but wings that guy has uh, bigger financial issues than you. So just enjoy his heart. Oh, I know he does, because yeah. I know what I make, and he makes like a third of what I make. Yeah, yeah. That guy, <laughs> he quit his job in hopes of being the next Wings and fell short. So uh, 
I would just sit back and smile. Yeah. Don't give him attention. Just let him let him struggle. Yeah, but it'd be so easy, dude. That's like two or three easy videos. Uh, right now he's drowning in quicksand. Yeah. Let him. <laughs> let yeah, him. Two or three easy videos are going to extend out that for a month yeah. on his end. That's going to give him ammunition. Just you know. Absolutely. And that guy, he's not bothered by haters. He loves <laughs> it. He's like a pig in the mud. Uh, the idea wasn't to make him to bother him. The idea was to just show him I can do it too. No, yeah, no. See, <laughs> my theory on this stuff with these haters is I don't attack them with the little guns, dislikes on their videos. I attack them with the big guns, financial troubles. Right? There, there are people who try to make a living by. What? He will ruin your fucking credit. <laughs> no. <laughs> ruining your credit. I'm just not giving you the YouTube career that you want to have. You're trying to have a YouTube career based on hating me? I don't see your shit. You know, you're trying to have a YouTube career based on talking about me? You want to get big at the next Woody Exposed video? There's nothing to expose. I'm just working my ass off on YouTube. Try doing that. So, I don't give these guys the attention they're looking for. Let them fucking drown. Let them go. It, it, it it's an act of mercy for me to make a video about you and, and you know do this battle and whatever. No, 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 no. If I really want to hurt you, I will let you suffer in lack of attention. That and that's the weapon I pull out all the time now. You, you will not get what you want by doing a Woody Hate video. All you're gonna do is make yourself look like a jackass, and that's what you need to do too. That guy makes himself yeah. look like a jackass all the time, and he's over there wondering how he's gonna pay his heating bill this winter. Good. Good. I like that. Sounds <laughs> you know, all cold-blooded. I'm listening to him. I know the track record, but at the same time, I know what it's like to not have a heater. And it sucks. Well, see, the thing is, I don't want to be anybody's victim. You know, I, I root the best for everybody, unless you're picking on me. You picking on me? Let's go. You and me. Let's have a financial off, fucker. <laughs> you ain't gonna win this shit. My truck's worth four grand. <laughs> it goes to show you, though, like, God, trucks are such a bad depreciation item. It sucks that way. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you, I'm sure you paid more than four grand for it. <laughs> yeah, years ago. I paid, I'll tell you, I paid, um,. Probably about twenty two thousand. Yeah, I think it was twenty one, but then you tax and books and whatever. Maybe twenty two is a good guess. And uh, I had the loan finished in nine months, and I haven't paid another penny toward it since. And um, uh, I mean, I don't want to go talking about money all the time or anything. But you know, when I look at my haters, dude, my truck's worth four grand, and the people at Wells Fargo's eyes widen when I make another deposit. Fuck you. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I go ahead, talk about me. Chip New topic. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> New topic. Thank you, Kyle. I think you're rescuing me. Uh, I think me. it's about time to wild card it. No, <laughs> fuck that. No, no we were talking about ways. We got a ways to go, bro. We've bro. got a ways to go. I'm in it for at least another 45 minutes here. All right, all right. Let me, uh, let me, let me grab another soda. But yeah, anyway, don't give haters attention. Let them, uh, let them fail at YouTube. If I'm doing my math right, based uh, on... If anyone is wondering, this episode is sponsored by RC Cola Cherry. No, it's not. (laughs) 
My part of this episode is being sponsored by RC Cola Cherry. The best soft drink I've ever had, I think. What do you have there, Wings? What, what, what is oh, that? Oh. That looks like the... That looks awful. Is that a dent puller? Dent puller? Yeah, that's what oh. Woody bought me two years ago. Oh, yeah! That was his Christmas present. Have you ever... Now, let me be honest. I don't honest. think I've ever seen it. I had a direct ship to him. Yeah. Be honest, have you ever considered using that in some sort of sexual way? No, I haven't. I've actually helped a lot of people out with it. Have you? Which is work. Every time somebody comes by with a dent in their car, I'm like, hey, I got a dent puller. Let's try it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those guys who get excited to use stuff I have. Does it work? It it works pretty good. Like it, like I have a dent in my Silverado, and that, that's what reason Woody bought it. We tried like the hot and cold. Like we took like a can of air and sprayed it, and made it really cold, and used a hair dryer to try to blow it real hot, and it didn't work. Not like these you see on the YouTube videos. So like two weeks later, this shows up <laughs> at the yeah. front door. And I don't know about you, but I love getting packages from the UPS. Uh-huh. It's like Christmas time every time. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's a puller. And did you immediately go out and try it? Or did I did, it? and, it, and it, it took probably 70% of the dent out. Yeah, only thing that was left was the door, where it actually hit the frame of the door, and it kind of folded on it. Yeah. It, Unless you're looking for it now. Right, which is kind of the most you expect from one of these things, right? Like, you yeah. Know, it takes your dent, makes it 70% better. Awesome. You know, it's next to nothing. And in, in a rare cases, it'll make it 100% better. As if it's right in the middle somewhere. Yeah, if, if it, like uh, if a body panel has some sort of shape to it, then and that dent is there, then it's tough. But if it's right in the flat section, like the middle of your hood, oftentimes it just goes great. Dent talk. Dent talk. All right, Kyle, you want a new topic? Give yes. Me one. Yes. Give me one. Oh, I have to come up with it? I, oh, dude, How am I, am I carrying supposed to... my weight? No, no. I, <laughs> hey, I came I... up with concussions and stuff. That lasted for about dude, five minutes. Clearly, the guy hung himself. Hang on. No, 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 no. Clearly, we need to go to the Wings of Redemption lightning round. Oh, Oh, yeah. damn it. Now, let me grab a soda, and I've got a pen and pad, and I think in five minutes we'll, uh, we'll have something to go on here. I'll be right back. Well, while we're waiting on this, why don't we talk about the Cleveland guy hanging himself in prison? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ariel Sharon, something like Ariel that. Ariel Sharon. Mr. Mr. Uh, I got three women. That's not his name. People are going to get so pissed. Yeah. I've just been, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but periodically throughout the show, I'll purposely just say stupid things about about widely known facts just to try to piss off people that should be better. <laughs> piss off That's the exact things. reason I agreed with him. Yeah. Like, I'm so angry that I can't listen to it anymore. Like you, if that bothers you that much, bro, you should go talk to somebody. Yeah, about let's, talk, let's talk about something boring. So Shaka Khan hung himself. Is that what we <laughs> <said>? <laughs> Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner was there masturbating. I heard. That's that's the truth. All right, wings yeah. lightning round quest. Yeah, wings lightning round question. I'm at zero. Uh, oh, I had one earlier. What the hell was it? Um, but yeah, w- w- Wings, what's the story on why he hung himself? Did he leave a note or anything? I don't know. It's an article. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, he probably I already. He had his name's Ariel he, Castro, by the way. Yeah, he had a he had the rest of his life in prison. I, right, he was facing. He wasn't going to get out, and those guys in general pop usually don't do very well. But um, 
It, well, it goes this. Castro's event said they wouldn't speculate on the circumstances that led to the 53-year-old sex fiend hanging out of his prison cell. A toxicology report is pending, but the neighbor is convinced that he took the coward's way out, adding he's happy he's gone, and now we can't ask for a better appeal. We can't ask for a better appeal? What? That's what it says. Who said that? This uh, The Daily News, powered by Yahoo. No, but was that a quote, the now we can't ask for a better appeal? It was a quote. It's got quotations around it. What? So, so wait, they, they were unhappy with the sentencing? I think it, what, it, what he's talking about is the guy that lived next to him in the prison cell was mm-hmm. happy that he killed himself and that uh, mm. he can't ask for an appeal or some bullshit. I don't oh, know. Oh, now he can't ask for an appeal. Got it. Yeah. Probably asked this one before, but I'm just going to ask it anyway. Monster in Life is denounced as a coward death after committing suicide in a prison cell. Like, why, why are they making this big deal out of this guy, dude? I understand he did something viciously horrible. It's almost like the Trayvon Martin crap. Like, Wait, what happened to Trayvon Martin was small in the in the world of crime. Lefty, how many questions do you have? Uh, I'm just about finishing my first. Finish my second. Kyle's at zero. I'm always at one. You're at one? Of course. Uh, there was one I had earlier that was just beautiful, and I forgot it. I like both of mine so far. I think they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, Lefty, what do you think about the Braves' chances of going to the World Series this year? Oh, I haven't been keeping up uh, with the MLB this season. Where are they at? First place, 20 games up. <laughs> okay, so they're in the playoffs. Uh, going to be top seed. They'll probably make it to the NLCS. I, I feel like, I don't know, I'm scared of the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are the World Series yep. champions this year. They're scary, right? And it's, I, can, I can see that happening, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really want to see the Braves win another one. It's been since 1995. The Braves, they win consistently, but they lose games they shouldn't lose consistently as well. Like we get, we got beat by the Marlins to lose our, to lose our 15 game win streak this season. The Marlins, they have an average of 1.2 runs per game, and they clowned us with seven. I don't know. I mean, I want to see the Braves win another World Series. I mean, I've only got to see one so far in my life. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, this might be the team to do it, but. Dude, our starting pitching is just so so crappy, and like the Dodgers are hot, and the Cardinals are on fire right now. The Reds are on a comeback. I mean, the National League is just tough to win in right now. I think it's going to be Cardinals Dodgers for the finals, and they'll probably end up playing Red Sox. I know. I'm, I'm glad y'all chiming in. Nobody baseball following? No, I'm not at all. I've been following it. My fourth question. Yeah, same here. We lost Lefty. We're at Colombo now. Yeah. Well, that usually means he muted his stuff. Like, like, turned off his monitor or his camera to do something. But that's okay. I almost... He's know. probably smoking that cigar again. Hmm. I didn't know Lefty smoked. I think he said it was his first cigar in ages. Like, implying he's not a smoker. Kyle, how's the quitting going? Honestly, good. 
Yeah. I don't smoke much at all. Okay. Kyle, you should take a picture every time you light one up. Mm. I did. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even gonna address that. But in the week, I'd have a picture of like ten cigarettes. But you know, I have four. That's bad. Um, Kyle, what are you up to? Uh, I, I'm working on it. Okay. I feel like when Lefty gets back, go. Mine aren't too bad this week. I, I kind of <laughs> like my questions. Lefty, how many do you have so far? Uh, I've got two in my head right now. Hold on. Mm. Let me write them down. Maybe and that will make three. Damn it. Oh, I just seen some bullshit. Look at that. Doug called me a, mu- a month ago, asked me how much I take for my truck, and I go, 33. And he goes, wow, that's a little bit more. I, want, I was thinking more about 25. I'm like, no, the price 33. I guess out of my league, and now he buys a $40,000 Dodge Ram. Uh, turbo diesel or Cummins? No, it's a Hemi. 40 grand for a Hemi? No, dude, they're 40, 50 grand for a half ton. That's... I'm out of date on these prices. I should go to the Silverado dealership, the Chevy dealership, and, and, and just look at the new ones sitting there. And I won't be telling a lie. I'll tell the dealer, <laughs> I'm not here to buy. And Kyle's like, that's your initial lie. Not, baby. Like, here, here's a picture of it. But you are. <laughs> not. <laughs> I, really, I would consider it a personal failing if I, if I couldn't hold out until it was time to get a new truck. What if the time is now, sir? What if my car is not old enough to drive my current truck? Yeah, no, what that, if the conditions right now are so advantageous that you simply cannot pass up on the deal? Then, sir, are you telling me that you still would not move forward? Uh, those conditions would have to be... Are oh, you a fool, sir, or do you just hate me? I can find another salesman if need be. I am... I guess I just hate you. Find another salesman. Are we ready for the lightning round? I have five now. Hey, Woody, click this link. <laughs> it will harden you up very quickly. Just scroll down. I didn't I didn't cherry pick it or nothing. This is just I popped in truck. I popped in Silverado at my local dealership. Um, what am I looking for? There's no Silverado on this page. The very bottom one. Uh, the very bottom one on my page is a Chevy Express cargo van. It's 2014 oh, Camaro. Well, nice. use that little thing right there. Click type truck model Silverado 1500. Okay. It might not have transferred over when I clicked it. When I sent you the quick link. It, it didn't, so I'll change that. Oh, the top one's a fifth. Well, damn. All these things are between you 40 scroll and down. The, the lowest one for me is a $40,000 2014 Silverado. Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, I mean, like, the cheapest you can probably get at that dealership is 35 that's a two-wheel drive Silverado. That's not even a truck. That's a that's a station wagon with the back missing. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, if it ain't got no transfer case, it ain't a truck. Tell them, Wings. Right. It, I, for, I, I can't buy a non-four-wheel drive truck. I, I get scared if I even think about it. I, like, what I, happens when I get a fl- – what happens if I bog down? I mean, I have testicles. What am I going to do with a two-wheel drive truck? Like, Just what happens when I need the four-wheel of traction? 
Exactly. I like I've used four wheel drive in my truck just to pull people out of ditches because the two wheel drive wouldn't cut it. I I pulled a guy out of wet grass once because the two wheel drive wouldn't cut it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a ditch. It was wet grass on an incline, and you know he called me up and. Uh, he couldn't have found someone more qualified to help him. Another thing I like, I don't know if your truck has it. My truck, Both my trucks have four-wheel auto. So, like, when it's raining real heavy, it'll kind of almost act like a, almost like an all-wheel drive system where the front wheels will kick on when you lose traction. Mine doesn't have that. I have an old-school transfer case with a stick on it, but what you described sounds awesome. My wife has full-time all-wheel drive in her 4Runner. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Like, I've seen her get on the gas. Like, like maybe she wants to make a left. And either the light just turned red or there's an oncoming car and she wants to hustle. She doesn't even worry about it. She just hits the gas and go because it's four-wheel drive. A two-wheel drive truck will spin out, not go as fast as you expect it to, and you know, there's issues. I would love to have some sort of traction control because two-wheel drive trucks peel out way too easily. Are we ready for the lightning round? Yes. So how are we doing this? Are we going... One question and then the next guy, or all the questions yeah. and then the next guy. Let's uh, let's let's alternate. Okay, I have five though, so I might you know do a couple in a row at the end. I have five as well. A lefty, what do you have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, perfect. Strong. Lefty, question one. Um, wings. What is your favorite sexual position? Not that is not missionary or doggy. I can't do any other positions that are <laughs> doggy. You can't, you can't, girls can't climb on top? That would be missionary. That's, no, no that's missionary. missionary is you on top. Her on her back. Oh, I thought I thought it counted both ways. Oh, I Negative. can see why you'd say that. You know, any position. The only one that wouldn't be a variant of missionary or doggy would be reverse cowgirl, right? Like, according to Wings logic. I reverse cowgirl sucks, especially if you date, like, larger women like I do. Mm-hmm. Because they put a lot of their weight on you at that point. All right. Okay, uh, next up, Kyle or me? What horror movie bad guy would you want to be and why? What horror movie bad guy would I want to be and why? Lex Luthor, because he's stinking rich. All right, good one. If you could get away with murder, would you do it? If so, do you have the number one guy picked out? Let me think about this, because Lex Luthor isn't a horror movie. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's too late. This is a lightning round, Okay, sir. well, we'll, we'll yeah, you, you got a question wrong. No points will be, no points will be awarded. <laughs> if you could get away with murder, would you do it? If so, do you have the number one guy picked out? Yes. Yes and, and yes. yes? All right, lefty. Um... Game you're excited for most this fall slash winter season? That would that would ask me like I actually kept up with games this fall and winter season, so I don't have any. All right, Kyle. Have you? Um, I'm sorry, I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, have you gotten everything back from your uh, ex girlfriend? No, you I have not. What are you missing? I am missing a camera still. How much is it worth? How much is the camera worth? Uh, probably about three hundred dollars used. Okay, so that's not a total disaster. When you cheat on your diet, do you hide the act of eating from other people? Yes, I do. Lefty, if you cheat on your diet tonight, what will you eat? There's only two choices: Wendy's or McDonald's. 
Kyle? I have a suggestion for your food. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. Um, would you uh, Would you be in a porno for $5,000? Yes. If anyone is out there who has pornography connections, Wings of Redemption will be in your porno for $5,000. He has nearly half a million subscribers on YouTube. And how many Twitter followers? 88,000. We'd all buy that porno just they to see. We'll get views. Mm-hmm. All right, Wings. Would you trade your beard for hair like mine? <laughs> no. Right. Your hair right there has too much upkeep. <laughs> it doesn't, dude. I wake up with my hair like this. <laughs> it never moves. My hair like this never moves either. All right. Fair enough. Uh, if weight weren't an issue, would you be a colonist on Mars? One of the first? Would you be a Martian? Yeah. You can never come back. Yeah. yeah. You're probably not coming back. Fuck Earth. Fuck Earth. That needs to be a meme. Kyle? Um, if you were in sort of a survival situation, how many days without food would you go before you were willing to eat someone? You want the technical term or the actual? There's a dead body laying there. I want to know how many days you're going to pass before you're going to start eating. Oh, motherfucker. Look here. I'm going to be dead serious with you on this one. I'm going to do about hours. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I realize I can't get that motherfucking fire going like I like it, and then the squirrel isn't going to come down there, I'm going to be eating that dead body. He might skip lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to be looking at this reasoning, like you know, I, that squirrel's going to be mighty fucking tasty. But if I don't have the energy to get that squirrel, I ain't never going to eat get it. This body right here can give me some energy. Uh, I'll eat that body before I put a damn slug in my mouth. It's, it's me. All right. When you look at a new girlfriend, what's the number one thing you look at in her? Oh what's my lord! It's gonna her? sound so fucking shallow. I mean, a lot of this comes from previous relationships. That the number one thing I look for is stability and career. Okay, that doesn't seem shallow to me. But anyway, uh, lefty. Uh, to you, wings. What is the funniest aspect of creationism? Creation. The penis. No, that's 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 not that's not creationism. No, the creationism is the the Earth that's is actually three thousand years old and oh dinosaurs. How they deal with dinosaurs? We yeah, talked about the Velociraptor last week. <laughs> I proved my point, and you. Were I thought all... you were talking about intelligent design. I'm like the penis is not intelligently designed. It's a sewer system and an entertainment system all rolled into one. Good point. I, don't I like think we veered off topic. Are on the outside, but they should be somewhere safe. It's bullshit. Um, it's Kyle. Last question, I think. Are you available for private appearances? Yes. So if someone wanted to hire you to come to their birthday party, you could make that happen. It all depends on how far it is, yeah. So let's say for every 50 miles from your home, how much would it cost? Oh, well... We're, we're talking about a four. We're, we're going to need you for three full hours. The hours would be irrelevant. I'll be rolled up into the same package. But like, I'd probably for for fifty miles of files, it's going to cost me about ten dollars worth of gas both ways. So there's twenty right there per fifty miles. So, say on average, if you're two hundred miles away, that's going to be what? It's going to be like eighty bucks. Yeah. And then, and then you know, another, you something for your time as well. So yeah, I another two hundred some dollars. 
So let's just say that I'm about three hours away from Myrtle Beach, and I want you to come to my birthday party on Saturday. How much is that going to run me? About three hundred bucks, because three hours away is probably going to be. I drive about sixty miles an hour. And and you'll and you'll play split screen Call of Duty with me. Yeah. And we can take pictures. If I want you to, will you curse me out? Yes. Because <laughs> you're not getting the whole experience unless that happens to you. Will you break my controller if I ask you to? <laughs> All depends on how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a grown-ass man who's paying $300 for you to come to my house, will you Wiggs, break my will controller? You ask, Wiggs, will you ask me why I streamed that shit? <laughs> So there you go, guys. Wait, round this up to $500, because there's probably somebody watching the show right now who will actually pay you that kind of money. Well, absolutely. three hours, it probably would be $500, because you got to think, you know, i got six hours devoted just to driving. So, and then if I spend any length of time there, two to three hours, that's a nine-hour day. And then i got to take in losses, accountability, i got to take in gas, maintenance, oil. Accountability? Oh, but, uh, yeah, accountability costs money, dude. What does that even mean? Don't ask. It's, dude, it's, it's one of his expenses. It's <laughs> just a line here. item on an invoice. Just accept it and pay the motherfucker. The accountability charge, $200. <laughs> and there better be food there. I love when you when you just burn the domains. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> This is the last question in the lightning round. Uh, Would you trade the chaos in your house for peace and quiet? No. No. There it is. Nice. Another successful lightning round. So here's what you want to get. You want to go to Wendy's, and you want to get a baked potato, and you want to get everything on that motherfucker. They get chili, cheese, sour cream, and uh, it's it's a lot of food, but it's really only like 600 calories, 700 calories. Whereas if you eat like a you know a couple hamburgers and fries and soda, you're up in twelve hundred. Do you actually degrees. believe I eat a couple hamburgers, Kyle? People do. How I many do you eat? I usually just get a combo meal. I don't even supersize it. I won't rat him out, but I know a big guy who's not wings. And one of the things that he does is when he comes home from work, the family eats dinner together, and he'll stop at McDonald's, eat like a meal, like a Big Mac combo thing, before dinner. And that, to me, is, like, unthinkable, but to him it's a regular practice. I do I mean, that, I've done something like that. I mean, I've ate dinner and then got hungry, like, two hours later and went and got something. Okay. But, but like, the big one with me is, like, hiding it. Like, you, you asked would I hide food. Like, yeah, that's that definitely happens. Like, you're ashamed of it. Like, you're like, oh, right. I mean, I don't want people to see me eating this, so I'm going to go sit in a parking lot, eat this food, and then go home. And then throw the bag away at like a gas station. Damn, that's some spy level shit just to get a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I that's why. That's why you do the. Wait, you'll you'll accept accountability. Yeah. When you do the when you take pictures of whatever you eat or drink. So let me ask well, you this: Who's got the best fast food hamburger? And who's who got the best the fast, fast food hamburger? And French fries. It could be different places. Can I, can I break it down based on sandwich? Um, sure. Why not? There's chicken sandwiches and there's no, just burgers, just burgers. It's all about the burgers and fries. Honestly, you like chicken better. No, actually, Central Park has the best fries. 
don't know if you have those there. No, I never heard of Central Park. We're going national chains here, Wings. It's not doing very well. There's only one. Have you been? There's two there's two of them in Conway, so there's gotta be more. Alright, what is what is this business called? It's called Central Park. Central so Park. what are the, what kind of fries are they? Are they so there's like, lots they're like really Do they look like McDonald's fries or do they look more like uh Hardy's fries? Or do they look like uh kinda of like curly fries from Arby's, but they're explain Central Fries parts. Wow, they look like a uh, like a home fry almost, just with uh and what is it, old bay seasoning? Or not old Oh yeah, like that red stuff? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do it. Yeah. They are probably some of the best fries I've ever had. Yeah, do the burgers, Wings. The burgers. Uh, Chain fast food, best burgers. Hardee's. Yeah, probably Hardee's. Hardee's Hardee's does have the best burger. Yeah. That Angus burger? Yeah. The the, um, mushroom Swiss is probably their best one. I mean, it's all opinionated, but they oh, yeah. all together, their burgers pound for pound are better than everybody else's. Yep. Yeah, I think so, too. Although Wendy's is good, in my opinion. I like um, Wendy's as well. And, like, fries are obviously McDonald's. Well, other than Central Park, we're doing national nah, that's, that's In my case, the best fries are um, the curly fries from Arby's or um, mm-hmm. if you've got Zaxby's where you are, because those are basically crinkle fries with yeah, uh, that base seasoning the stuff south, son. And... Uh, uh, if it's not that, then it's probably Wendy's. Wendy's has good fries, I think. I don't like Wendy's fries. They're like they olive the Dude, they got the sea salt on them. They're, they're, they're big. Good stuff. Burger King fries are good cold. That's about the only other time. Burger King sucks. Like, Burger King has yeah, onion The fries are good cold. <laughs> Burger King is like the worst restaurant ever. Dude, the Whopper is one hell of a hamburger. It is delicious. It is, but like the service we... we dude, you Their Italian that. chicken sandwiches are bad. You could be the only car in the drive-thru in the Conway Burger King, and you'll be there 15 minutes. Yeah, I don't go to Burger King. Uh, actually, the only one I go to is Wendy's, unless it's like a you know, weird long travel situation. And I try to go to Wendy's as little as possible because I associate it with guilt. Like, it's just not healthy food. Yeah, we went. That, that's where we stopped both times when we were driving. It was at a damn Wendy's. Yeah. And I really wanted to on the second time because they had those awesome soda machines. Those soda machines are amazing. You guys have seen the new soda machines? Where you, like, I think they're called Coca-Cola Freestyles. You build your own yep. formula? They have like 90 flavors in there. And what they do is they add like peach or lemon or cherry, like vanilla. Or cherry or strawberry or whatever. So all of a sudden it's you know like, did you even know Strawberry RC was a choice? It is. And you know, you're like, all right, I want a Strawberry RC. I want to try that. These soda machines themselves are a draw to a restaurant. Yeah. I would definitely go to Wendy's over pretty much anywhere else just for that soda machine. I definitely want my soda from there. I want that cherry root beer. Cherry root beer? That's awesome. Yeah. You you don't get that all everywhere. No. You got to make it on my own. Yeah. Like everyone watches everyone else's choice. It becomes like a spectator event. Like, oh, I'm behind Kyle. I wonder what he's going to get. You know, I don't think that at regular fountain machines. I am... I will say this. I was I was talking I was talking about you the other day. You, you mentioned the Wendy's trip, so the, I, rem, I I remember this. And my my girlfriend and I were talking about the ability to sort of censor yourself when you're around little kids. 
Yeah. And I was because she was cursing in front of these kids at this party, which there shouldn't have been kids at the party we were at, but that's neither here nor there. But she was cursing and she had to catch herself and I was like, Woody can't stop himself at all. I was like, we were in line at Wendy's and he's dropping some serious language and I'm just kind of like, ner- like pulling at my collar and looking around nervously. <laughs> I swear, it's not like I curse all day long or anything. This was a very exciting soda machine. It's it's. He, we were talking about something that, 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 that we were, you know, you were passionate about, and it got it got serious. The soda machine. You're passionate well, about it was it was it was during that same amount of time, and he, you know he dropped a few four letter words, and and, and there's some yeah. kids nearby, and I was just like ah. Don't feel bad, Woody. I drop language in front of kids all day. I don't mean to, and it's, I swear it's not like I do it all the time. But what Kyle's telling is a true story. I, I was, it was yeah. it was great. I, I thought it was hilarious. And you caught yourself. You were like, ah, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but fuck cock shit, damn. <laughs> it, was like, it was like you couldn't stop yourself. You turned into Tourette's Man, into Tourette's man for a... You had, you, you had had like a three-hour nap, and then all of a sudden you were at Wendy's about to get some sugar in your system, and you were just jacked. <laughs> uh, I'm boring. I go to those freestyle machines and get Coke. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, man. that's terrible. No, I, You're missing out on orange root beer. I don't so, want orange root beer. Okay. I want so, Coke. My favorite drink is root beer. I fucking love root beer. I'm a red. I'm a root beer connoisseur. The best kind of root beer is Virgil's uh, Special Edition. It's got a Bavarian nutmeg in it. It's fucking delicious. It's this <laughs> microbrewery. It was voted like beverage of the year at some prestigious conference. It's awesome. I can't remember you, the root beer I like. They make a very good vanilla soda. And they come in like an old school glass bottle. They're only sold in six packs. IBC so, or yeah, what's the other option? Um, there's one that's like A uh, and W. It'd be IBC then. I think it's IBC actually. Yeah, um, the the bottle doesn't have a label. It's just glass, clear glass. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, it is IBC. I'm looking at. Well, it. not clear glass. I'm sorry, but right, the yeah, clear, glass clear glass is on the vanilla, and they make um oh black cherry. Their black cherry is the best. Black cherry soda. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's almost too sweet, though. Oh, I'm lightweight. You just can't handle your sugar. Root beer oh my talk. God. Root, no, I like root beer talk. We need Joe Lozon for root beer talk. He's a big fan, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think me and him both agree that the, one of the best root beers is Barks, B-A-R-Q-S. Um, that's that's probably my favorite like it's gas station root beer. for me. I don't think it's mainstream at all. Oh, that root beer is way too mainstream. You gotta go IBC. Or... IBC doesn't have the the flavor. It's it, it. Barks has a. It really. Their their slogan is Barks has bite, and it does. It's got a, It's it's got a good bite to it. It's, it's delicious. Uh, I, I just see you as some sort of like mainstream root beer guy oh, pretending so. to be gourmet. <laughs> oh but you know who has the advertising dollars? Barks. So. My portion of this part of PK is brought to you by Barks <laughs> or Virgil's. If, if 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 your father happens to own Virgil's root beer, I am on board a hundred and ten percent. I would do voiceovers for just about anybody. Are, are you looking for voiceover work, Lefty? Like I've been thinking about it. I, I I think I need a better mic. I need a uh, a condenser like this. Dynamic microphones just don't have the range. That uh, a condenser mic or does, and the, or condenser mic, and um, that's what you, what you, you need to. Stuff because like like one, you're, everything you do is spoken voice, and you're not doing any instruments. It just doesn't have the range, you say. Yeah, it yeah, it's weird. It's it, or maybe not range, responsiveness. Just 
the ability to, to capture every part of my voice with everything I say. Because you know, I can get really deep with it, or I can... They're just uh, I don't know how to describe it, but on a condenser, I sound richer and fuller. Or everybody does. That's just me. I'm not anything special. But on a on a condenser mic, you, people tend to sound richer and fuller. The the reason that dynamic yeah. mics are popular is because they're not as uh, they're not as fragile and they're they're generally cheaper. You don't need phantom power. Uh, but so. I mean, dynamic. So give us dynamic mics are used in. Applications where budget's not an issue. Rush, Lumb- Rush Limbaugh uses a dynamic mic. Robin Quivers uses a dynamic mic. Right, but they they also do a lot. They do radio though, and radio has a. They, there's only so many, you know. There's only so much data they can send, so they can record. Even if they had condenser mics, they would there would be a um, a drop off. So give us a preview here for the voiceover work. Let's pretend like you're doing Wild Kingdom. There's a lion. He's stalking a. Uh, He's stalking a buffalo. Give us, you know, the stalk, the kill, and the aftermath. Stalk the kill. But I I can't do it because I just want to pretend like I'm British. I can't do it. Or Australian. Like... Can you do a good British or Australian no, accent? I can't. Oh, no, I can't. Come on, dude. you got to break out with that Australian accent. <laughs> I, I, like, I'll start British, and then I'll become Scottish, and then Irish for a little bit, and then, like, uh, British, and then maybe a little bit of Christopher Walken, and it's just, it's, it gets bad I after a while. When I try to I did I on Wild Kingdom, <laughs> the elusive koala, they spend most of their days hopped up on eucalyptus leaves. They do. Does anybody know that? That apparently the eucalyptus leaves are uh, hallucinogenic and koalas are pretty much always fucked up out of their gourds? You can see it in their eyes. You, you can, <laughs> but like literally their eyes are like goofy if you look closely. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing more frightening than a hopped up koala. I can give you the George Carlin advertising lullaby into the people that complain about me quoting George Carlin. Fuck you! Um, <laughs> no I can well, give Brandon. you a little bit of that. I would like to hear Rendezvous with Death. Do you know it? No, I don't. Google it, like, really fast. Okay. At the speed of light. Oh, God. How is like it's a game show. Uh, there it is. There's Rendezvous. Google should make their own game show that involves contestants using Google to complete tasks. What Rendezvous with Death, Gears of War? Uh, yeah, it was used in a Gear, Gears of War ad, but it's a, it's a poem from World War One. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't have anything prepared. See, I've done the George Carlin thing, but I don't know how to read this. I think you, should, you read it really rough, and uh, like a like a like an old man who's who's seen a lot, like old like the old man uh, from that uh, Hemingway book, uh, Old Man in the Sea. The old man in the sea, but I'm not old. I'm 26. Tough shit. It's radio. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not an actual voice actor. I just have a nice voice, kind of. Maybe I don't know. Oh, read it. Yeah. Uh, just let me give a quick read over here. By the way, this is this was one of the best ad campaigns ever. Um, the uh, the three big games: Halo, um, Gears of War, and uh, I guess you could say Call of Duty have the best commercials ever. And they're in that order, if you ask me. Um, Call of Duty has decent ads, but they're not nearly on the level of Halo and in the Gears series. Some of those ads will make you fucking cry. Some of those Halo ads. I don't know how to read. Okay. I'll read I'll give you the first stanza. How's that? Deal? Deal. Fair enough. I have a rendezvous with death at some disputed barricade when spring comes back with rustling shade and apple bo- blossoms fill the air. I have a rendezvous with death when spring brings back blue days and fair. Damn it. I 
never read it before. I'm sorry. I suck. <laughs> if you'd like to hire baby. a sucky voice actor, Lefty is a very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want shit in his thing, but other than that, he's great. This is the first time I've read this script, and you're putting me on the spot, you bastard. You guys, you guys are jerks. It's a poem. It rhymes. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but I've never I've, I've never read it before, and never, ever read it. I'm just giving you a hard time. And it's funny, though. I do better on my first reading. I, I, I kind of want to say No, but you have to choose a different stanza because I've already read that one and your your brain is already like mulling it over on how you'd say it. Quality, value, style, service, selection, love, convenience, economy, sales, performance. It is. It's hard to spell, though. Rendezvous. Rendezvous. Is first link on Rendezvous with Death? Uh, yeah, that's oh, what I got. That's what I clicked. Let me see what I can do. You got to pre-read yours by yourself, right? Yeah, I, I read the. All right, all right, here we go. It may be he shall take my hand, lead me into his dark land, and close my eyes and quench my breath. It may be I shall pass him still. I have a rendezvous with death on some scarred slope of battled hill when spring comes round again this year and the first meadow flowers appear. That's very nice. You nice. sound like the calendar man from Batman Arkham. <laughs> you had a bad mic technique. All I could hear was the plosives. <laughs> yeah, that's part of voiceover work, Kyle. You can have the voice, but you got to know how to make love to the microphone. Mm. God knows Tor were better to be deep, pillowed in silk and scented down. I'm not like that guy who sponsored us. blissful sleep, pulse not in pulse, breath to breath, where hushed awakenings are dear. But I've a rendezvous with death at midnight in some flaming town when spring trips north again this year, and I pledge my word and truths I shall not fail that rendezvous. Did I do all right? Yeah. You didn't fuck up like I did. <laughs> I got all the words right. I don't know. If yeah. I, uh, yeah. Whatever. It's good. I'm awesome. That was a that was a great ad ad campaign. They played that uh, in uh, I think it was the Gears of War two ad. Hmm. My, I think my favorite uh, ads, though, were the Halo ones, um, the Believe ones, where they had, like, the ads were basically, like, Marines who had fought with Master Chief, like, 40 years prior, were in their, like, their 80s, and they were in a museum devoted to, you know, what Master Chief had done, and it's, like, such a psychological thing, it's like, wait a minute, you're telling me there's a video game in which I can play this guy that, and, and do these things that are so incredible and amazing, that they built a museum about it in the future? Did you guys <laughs> of see course. the Halo movie? Ah, uh, no. That, that it was I, good. I thought really? it would suck. I was very much engaged in that movie. Movie based on video game? Gosh, everyone knows movies based on video games suck, and video games based on movies suck. But not this time. I really Except Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Oh, yeah, that was. Great I loved movie. it. I loved it. It wasn't for me. But the Halo movie was. I really liked it. Hmm. I liked it. And I saw it on Netflix. Netflix.com slash Woody. Get a free month. And while you're waiting to buffer your Netflix stuff, go play Minecraft at WoodyCraft. <laughs> it not take long enough to buffer that you play Minecraft. But, but I like well, I, well, I don't know. If you don't want to deal with it, maybe you've got Wings Internet. There you go. There you go. You got a high-ass ping. <laughs> No, I, I saw it on Netflix for real, and I really thought it was good. So. Oh, by the way, uh, they added um, what two movies did they add to Netflix this week? Uh, there will be blood. 
and uh, something else. There will be blood. Is it, it, it? I strongly recommend it if you can appreciate a movie that has a slow pace but really strong lead acting. Daniel Day Lewis does a does a really really good job, but uh, it it can be slow. I like it a lot. What's the the Netflix original series are hooking me in a really big way. Like I, I swear they're they're approaching HBO in terms of original series now. House of Cards, Orange is the New Black, Arrested Development, um, the, Hemlock the, Grove. Hemlock Grove wasn't my cup of tea. No, I'm being stick honest on these things. That one wasn't for me. But uh, but yeah, like if I hear that Netflix is doing an original series, it, it it resonates me just like HBO doing one. Like, huh? I wonder if it'll be awesome. And I know for damn sure they'll release it as a binge watch, which I prefer to, you know, week after week, like Game of Thrones does. Hmm. Is it time for a wild card? Yes, it is. Wild card. Wild card. 